0: everybody and welcome to episode 411, that's 411 of Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez, and I had a bad day, but you know what I did? I made the best goddamn podcast in the world. Coming to you from the Scott Peters Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. You want to get in on this, go to patreon.com slash lasertime. Who else is here with me?
1: Zack Snyder, but Chris Santis <laughs> I'm sorry. Zack Snyder's butt? We got Zack Snyder's sorry. butt to come I'm on I'm sorry. Show? Please, please. I'd never plug anything at this close. 30 20, 10, Sucker Punch is the worst movie I have ever seen. <laughs> and I would love to. 30 20 10 this week. I'd love right, to hear me a, talking that about that it. That is a hot, relevant mm. take right there. And um, it sucks.
2: Perhaps, perhaps the most Irish lad on this podcast, Matthew Allen. And special
0: oh. guest.
3: Whoa. Ember is the color of my energy. It's <laughs> TL Foster. Ooh, that's
0: three one one.
3: Yeah, we're weirdly
1: the most second Irish person on the podcast.
3: <laughs> TL Foster. Hey, look, I, I I L. went L. to Foster. I went to so at work we we all do everything Zoom meetings now. Mm-hmm. And then on, on March eleventh, I was like, Well, I guess it's three eleven day. So not only did I have a three eleven background on my video meeting, I also integrated every Theo 11 song I could think of in conversation. And it was an awful wow. time that no one enjoyed. Wow. <laughs> well, it's either with that, it's either the fast
2: track to a promotion or the quickest way to exit a company. Like there's no in between with 311. Dude. <laughs> well,
3: it's funny. Like the first time I got that job, like I, the first time I started my new job, we go into a meeting and then they're playing less than Jake. And I'm just like telling the guys like, Oh yeah, I've met those band members because they're all from yeah, man, this small, <laughs> yeah, they're all from this small slice of Florida. So yeah, I've met them, uh, t- red jumpsuit, uh, or yellow jumpsuit whatever like yellow card like all these guys like who would do work tours like i know these people and like yeah i was really I into know. the scholarship why
2: were they listening to less than jake in a meeting was the meeting in 2000 <laughs> <laughs> what the hell like, uh,
1: uh, uh our have- profits are down for the quarter but ladies and gentlemen johnny quest thanks for selling i have we have <laughs> a boss and he
3: he wants to do tune tune thursday so <laughs> he puts, uh, or Tune Tuesdays, he puts music. But, I mean, we watched, uh, we watched the Grammys, the Grammy performance, uh, this week, the Anderson Pack Bruno Mars song, which I was like, oh shit, like, this is really fucking good. Uh, but yeah, we just do all that. We listen to Prince, and I had to be in a meeting where I felt like I was a million years old because somebody said, who is Prince? And I almost quit my job. Fuck? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I almost wow. quit my job. Wow. I've never been so offended in my life. Sitting in a meeting, Stupid. somebody said, "Who is Prince?" And I almost was like, "Who raised you?" Like it's, i mean, not even re- like.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I know Prince is old, but he died semi he died if you're in a meeting with TL, he died within your lifetime and everyone (laughs) talked about him for four months. Shut the fuck up, you maybe he
0: meant it in a more metaphysical sense, like who is Prince really like Was he elected? Who was the the Roo artist that changed his name to an unpronounceable symbol allegedly? Who is the
1: purple
3: purpose. king? I've never met his son. <laughs> Look, they didn't know who Biro Big Fish was. I was fine with that. But Prince, yeah, that's fine. That's a. That's a. That's a. It's a bridge mm. too far.
1: Those guys were can, dicks to us at Taco Bell. I don't care about Real Big Fish at all.
3: Can I propose a little bit of
2: workplace trolling for Tune Tuesday? Can you go in there with your own music but just bring the Tiny Tune theme song and just like see see how that plays and just yeah. tell them maybe it was an honest misunderstanding? Ladies
3: yeah. and
1: gentlemen, this is a deep cut off of how I spent my summer vacation. Please Yo.
3: don't don't <laughs> don't ruin don't ruin what I'm about to ruin my, my Twitter with in like okay. uh, a week because it's March Madness and I want to do a bracket and you know what's really great? Cartoon opening, so oh, okay. teaser, teaser, teaser. Yeah. Okay. And without I you were invoking the Monstars
2: or something, you know, I was like, oh, without getting into
1: specifics, going? I'm going to plug this real hard. This has been one of the worst humdrum days of my life, where like every weird little, like I can't shower, and podcasts are breaking, uh, our water line is broken, uh, and it's my it's my birthday when you're hearing this, and you know what I love. Patrons. Patreon.com slash laser. Uh, I wish Chris a happy birthday. Go, go. I guess. Yes. Give us money. I'm only accepting patronage. I will not acknowledge your happy birthday message. (laughs) Uh, This computer is fucked. Please help me. (laughs)
0: Happy birthday, Chris. Uh TL, is there anything you want
3: to plug other than ska and uh, uh I mean I will always <laughs> plug Ska. Always. Ska. Uh but yeah, um obviously the podcast well obviously. The podcast that I do, uh I do a couple of podcasts. Uh, I do a video game podcast called P and B. Uh myself, Kayla Zumbaum who's been on here, Dylan Tierney, he, Brandon Lundy. Robert Veach, and we have a lot of really fun episodes coming up. Uh, a lot of fun guests. Uh, including Greg Including this is this is another tease. Me and Greg Moore, uh, friend of the friend of the show. Yes, uh, last we week's guest. Be, we are going to be doing a very fun project uh, dealing with dragons in fantasy. I know and exactly Greg- what you're doing without even having <laughs> to ask another fucking question. <laughs> uh, Holy shit! And, and we're going to be doing this in April, so uh, this is going to be very fun. So look Dragon out Man. for uh, Twitch Twitch.tv/slashTurboIson twitchtv lackware Uh, We are working on something really, really cool. Oh, Um, and Maddie, Maddie, I meant to
1: plug this just uh, because people need to know off the top. Michael looks depressed. But uh, 302010 talked about the 30th anniversary of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yep and go (laughs) oh you (laughs) want me to plug it oh i just don't uh, like i i I don't know if
2: i'm saying your twitch channel correctly oh that's fine i um yes so i had to cancel uh this week's monday night movie because the movie was going to be boondock saints and i immediately realized what a terrible mistake that was um i was refreshing myself you know watching the movie and i went no that no uh but uh we got an idea from a very special possible guest for Monday Night Movie um, reminding us that this upcoming Monday is literally the 30th anniversary of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. So guess who is going to be watching that for Monday Night Movie next week? That's right. These guys. So join yes. us at twitch.tv slash Maddie C. Allen.
1: Let me that- put it this way. I'll be watching it for the second and a half time. In one week, and I am looking forward to it. Is go Ninja. T- go is, Ninja. Is, go. go. Is that a t- All, right. All
2: right. We're is roughly t-
0: 30 minutes into this segment. Wait, and, I do uh, want to. I promise one, it's one, about one one video
3: thing. games. Don't turn us off. <laughs> I want to plug one more thing. Uh, one more thing. Uh, life in the Pool Poolhouse. Um, uh, my show, I do it with Sonia Valentine. Ball- we talk uh, first place by Lair. If you go to patreon.com slash life in the pool house, you will hear on this episode, on Chris's birthday, Chris's episode with Sonia and Carrie, oh, where they talk about. Uh, Bringing home a white husband—that <laughs> is the best. Something uh, Sonia
1: and I were experts on.
3: Yes, right. Oh. Yeah. So there we go. I'm done. I'm plugged out.
2: All right. I know it certainly surprised my wife when I did that. <laughs> what the <hell> is this?
0: <laughs> As I said, this changes. <laughs> I promise. This show is about video games. Uh, we're going to talk about
1: a bunch of them. It is St. Patrick's Day, and that's why we're yeah. all drunk. <laughs>
0: it's St. Pen- well, that's why you're all drunk. Clearly, All you've been stuff. you've been preloading, but it's something else today. Today, uh, as we're recording this, St. Patrick's Day, March seventeenth, is the one year anniversary of the lockdowns in San Francisco. You have officially been doing this shit for three hundred and sixty five days, people. Woo! Lock it up. You need to lock it up. Lay, pal. Lay, lay, lay. Yeah, and to mark this less than momentous occasion i thought it might be fun to do an idea we've been kicking around for a while which is games where you explore a single house you're (laughs) homestuck basically you you're a shut-in you can't leave you just have the one house to explore
2: which believe it or not when we started naming these off i started to see a trend right away there's a lot of horror games that, yeah. that take place when you're oh. stuck in one house. <laughs> Turns out that's being because, stuck in because your because house because you rejected my
1: fucking... I wanted Game Tech's Fun House, the video game, based on the game show hosted by J.D. Raw. Uh, that is one what single house. Mean? I thought Legends of the Hidden Temple is a single house, too.
3: It's not. It's, what it's
1: not.
2: Uh, what do you mean? It's a like, single temple. The it's a show?
1: hidden temple. Yeah, tem- temple. My, my home is my temple. What are you talking about? It's, right. it's a single
4: home.
5: Yeah
1: legends of the hidden Chris's house <laughs> tl give me i'm disappointed in that no because, mm. well okay let's mm. see on this show
3: on this show raise your hand who's been on legends temple oh wait what do I, do I why am i hearing day? about this for the first <laughs> time this is not the first time i've talked about this yeah why I am was... i so drunk
1: <laughs> this is the first time i'm remembering hearing what's about that this? giant stone head like in person yeah. Uh it's
3: really big, it's really cool amatotics. Uh the the like the
1: I am Olmec. put your dick in
3: me. <laughs> the the guards are really cool. It was a really fun experience that I did years ago. Is this I'm on pretty, YouTube? Uh my actually I think uh f- again, friend of the show, Marco Viapando has found it once. Oh my uh he actually found the episode on, on Nickelodeon Guts channel that they had, so
1: yeah. It's a gas thing. channel because I'm a gas. Two thousand two information. I did
3: not get to the I did not get to the interview stage. I only got through the to the opening thing. I was the silver snake and that was really great. I loved it. Did you wipe out on that knee board? Is that what happened? I did not. I did the (laughs) thing where you have to go back and forth, like you have to do the raft back and forth. We just weren't fast enough. Oh man. I have to show again, Michael. I'm that's sorry. That's okay. I know. That's he okay. loves this.
0: Yeah. No, it's great. It's great. Keep going. Keep rolling. Well, I, honestly, there's not a whole lot of video game stuff to talk about this week. There's not a lot that's no. new. There's, you know, Stubbs the Zombie is on, what, Switch, I think? Finally. I, I, I think it came yeah. to all the <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm actually, awesome. I'm actually pleased about that because I loved that game back in the day. So I might be excited yeah. to play it again. But for now, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to get into our top five. So hold tight.
1: It is the launch of Bart Simpson versus the Space Mutants, one of the worst games I have ever played. Terrible. It's terrible in a different way because, like, you get a lot of the YouTube snark over the first level, which is...
0: And it was basically just a parody of They Live, which I didn't understand at
1: the time. I didn't get it all. And once you get past that original level, it's just a shitty, shitty, shitty side-scroller with no gimmick at all. Do we know
2: the story? Is this one of those things where they had a different game and then they just threw a Simpsons skin over it to capitalize on, I, on the fad? Or? I don't
1: think so, but it is the first one from a claim. But what I do like pointing out is that everything in the game, such as the importance of the space mutants, is all based on season one Simpsons Horseship. Yes. And, and and this this game, like it even puts it on the box because technically in terms of Simpsons references, McBain hasn't hasn't been mentioned. Bart doesn't have a ton of friends. Lisa has no friends. We don't, we may not even know the name of her teacher. I would say the 18th most famous Simpsons thing, <laughs> the Space Mutants. <laughs> and, uh, this game reflects that and it's about all you'd have to remember that.
0: It kind of had those like proto Kodos and Kangs. Right. that was like they had arms and legs in one eye and they would show up like at the beginning and when you died.
1: Development uh, obviously started before the second season of The Simpsons because yeah. there's no Kodos oh. and Kang. So, in addition to weekly bonus shows, over 100 movie commentaries exclusive specials, you can get the 302010 Video Games Edition, celebrating a month of important gaming milestones every single month at patreon.com slash lasertime in exchange for just five bucks. And you'll support all of the Lasertime shows, including Vigigame Apocalypse, right guys?
6: Yeah!
5: 302010!
0: And we're back to talk about what's... Missed at home, home. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Home, home games, <laughs> yeah. Home games. games at home. And I, mm-hmm.
0: I decided to draw the line at mansion for home sizes because we I, we had
1: to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: If I make it a castle, then oh no, sorry, that's too big. That's now it's castle. Yeah,
1: we're, all the Wolfenstein games mm-hmm. come in. So no, I'm about to say, set.
3: what if it's a castle? But then the castle flips on itself, and Ah, then it's another castle.
0: Yeah, and
3: you feel like that's not your
2: home. That's someone else's home at that point, so.
3: That's your dad's dad's house. If it's your dad's (laughs) house, isn't it technically your house? Uh, it depends uh, on the family. I mean, all I don't, don't want to dig son. Into your
1: personal question. <laughs> all your home should be your castle son. Pick up after yourself.
3: Well,
0: you moved Thompson. out of an earlier version of it, and now you have a new mom that you're not totally comfortable with. So.
2: Right, right. Your, your stepmom isn't comfortable with you coming around that often, son. So. <laughs> We're
1: still feeling each other out, son. You make this easy on dad. What is a house? <laughs> a miserable pile of lumber. <laughs>
5: yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, let's
0: begin what with is this.
1: this. Is Dude. this Bob Villa Dracula? What is this? <laughs> but, but, but Matt said that like like season zero Homer. Uh, <laughs> is... <laughs> Son... <laughs> what What is a home but a frosty chocolate milkshake? Uh,
0: <laughs> All right. Let's start with. Right. Yes. Number five.
7: On my door, a dull brass plate says, private detective. The few friends I have call me Carnby. The others call me The Reptile. When an antique dealer called Gloria Allen contacted me, I slipped into my best shirt, holstered my 38, and got to her shop as fast as I could. What I was asked to do was visit a property called Dersetto and find a piano in the loft.
0: Eh, seems simple enough, right? I mean, you wouldn't expect anything too dangerous from a game with the title alone in the dark.
1: Yeah, and, a, and starring a young Sam Elliott? Who was in that video? <laughs> <Yo, laughs> I was about to that. say, I mean, it's like, he's,
3: yeah. he going to tell me about like hiding his watch in a POW camp up his ass? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs>
2: You, you, you guys, know, you're allowed to do second takes, right? And, any
1: voiceover directors out there, like, it's fine to do a second take. Like. I don't have a lot of time. I'm going to read this once. <laughs> I want, I, I'd like to be paid in Bitcoin. Thank you. <laughs> he sounded a bit like Donahue, right? Like, he's, like, interviewing... Men interviewing men who love
5: women.
0: <laughs> Can't really... Uh, yeah, it's, it's 1992, so... Oh, you know, all bets are off in terms of, of voice acting. There, no standards. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Yeah, people didn't. Is this the first? Is this the first Alone in the Dark is or that that PS five three one? We, this uh... is the very first Alone in the Dark. Okay, okay. Where, it, where I was there, I was there. I, like I had a strong opinion on Resident Evil because, like, I played this yeah. first. Yeah, so did and, I. And, and 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 it came out before Resident Evil, right? Years before. Yeah. Again, this was ninety yeah. two.
0: So this was yeah. before like Polygon games were even widely a thing. This was all still very new, the idea of 3D exploration. So, like, going back, like, even playing it at the time was kind of tough. Like, it introduced those slow-ass tank controls, and it did Mm. things like, oh, you have to open a menu and select the fight command, and and then, like, select what you want to fight with. Do you want to just put up your fists or use a saber or a gun? And, and, uh, yeah, it was was sort of like an old point-and-click adventure, almost, except that you were freely controlling it, and you had Free agency, but it 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 did. It was like the proto Resident Evil, where it was like using fixed camera angles. Depending on where you'd move to, you'd get like different views of the, the rooms that were all very paranoid, like something's watching you.
1: And ran like an idiot.
0: Oh yeah. It was, it, oh well, I thought you meant the game ran like an idiot. Like no, terribly, the character. Yeah, no, they do. They. It's just the worst run, like. Years before motion capture was a thing, just this sort of, like, effete he, sort of
1: swinging arms around. It looked like a single member of a barbershop quartet running pelvis first. Yes. Yeah. And, and
0: <laughs> Well, that, that's the thing, that he, he totally looked like he belonged to a barbershop quartet. And that first game, I think, was, like, set in the 20s because it was supposed to be Lovecraftian.
1: And it was all the rage in the 90s. The kids could not stop talking about the
3: 20s. No, no. Okay. <laughs> So you guys were talking about Lord in the Dark, right? And I'm just looking at mm-hmm. like the infograms. For some reason in my mind, and maybe this is because of like my age, I'm, thinking you're, I'm thinking you're I I'm thinking you are i am thinking you are talking about Silent Hill. So I'm just like I'm like, what the fuck? Like Silent Hill didn't sound like that. And I'm looking this up, I'm like, Oh, this is like a DOS game and then I remember yep. the Evil yep. Bull movie. Uh, I like don't remember within. the Moveable yeah. movie,
0: <laughs> which was based on A New Nightmare, the the 2000 Dreamcast uh, Resurrection of the franchise reboot. And then like right. the PS3 one was supposed to be like, oh, no, this is actually, a, we're retconning out all the other games. This is a direct sequel to the very first game. I'm like, how does that make sense? It's set in the present. And like, no, Edward Carby's just very, very old.
1: It makes me feel so old to think about Alone in the Dark being, like, alive and dead mm-hmm. across decades, and no one remembers it. But it was a big deal to us. Like, I, no, no, I no, this isn't game-specific, but, like, the day I met my friend Sam, who's been on several shows with us, mm. uh, who we've all met, he gave me Alone in the, the first Alone in the Dark. And I couldn't stop playing it. And... It, it, To me, it's like it's it's like symbolizes our relationship, and I feel like no one remembers the series. No, no. it was largely PC in a time when PC game was gaming was really stratified. But
0: also 3DO, I think
3: it came out for PlayStation.
5: Mm -hmm.
3: Now I I would ask you guys: um, Is this like this is one of those like again me sounding like you know a child? But was this like one where it's like half like FMV PC games like? Like a wing commander or no. like Command and no. Conquer?
0: No, there wasn't any FMV. It was just like the, the voiceovers were just these static portraits that looked like, a, you know, a DOS game of the time. Mm. And and then it was like went into the, the 3D action. But uh, yeah, also like Resident Evil, the game that it arguably set the stage for, you could choose to play as a male or female character. There was Carnby, and then there was also the antique dealer who hired him if you decide now she should just be the one to go
7: in herself that creaking old mansion with its unusual tales, its secret library door, the ancient upstairs clock, all those occult books that my uncle could not resist reading in spite of his fragile nerves. Fate had pointed its finger. DeSetto had trapped its prey.
1: That awful Joe mansion <laughs> <laughs>
0: dusty occult ridden <laughs> this game also was really interesting in that uh in the the very first room that you go to which is the the attic where the piano is like as you're checking this out thing like events move on a timer and if you hang around too long this thing smashes through the window and attacks you. And for the longest time, like it, it looks like a, a, some sort of werewolf or a rat creature. For the longest time, I thought it was supposed to be a werewolf. And then today, as I was looking, it's like, no, what the fuck is that thing? It's like this little squat, bulbous thing that jumps around. Is it a rat? Is it a dog? What's it supposed to be? And I found out that the, the official name for this creature, which has a big, crazy, toothy mouth and staring eyes and is mostly made up of circles is zombie chicken that is the official mm. name zombie
3: chicken. <laughs> love love that love that lovecraft lore what a yeah. genius <laughs> yeah i mean that's a, that's a great
2: seth green show to be honest with you zombie chicken yeah, really couldn't, get yeah. couldn't get enough couldn't get enough yeah. and, and really if you good I,
1: lo- I love watching people from mario kart molest one another thanks yeah. seth
0: and if, if you it's manage so. to kill the zombie chicken then a ghoul slash zombie rises up out of a trap door and attacks you and if you know that these things are coming you can actually head them off of the path. There's a bookshelf that you can move in front of the window that the zombie chicken jumps through, and there's a chest that you can move onto the trapdoor that the zombie comes out of. So it, it's like, yeah, I, I just know this. I'm, I've avoided a fight, and that's something that set this game apart from later survival horror games is that you don't necessarily have to kill everything. You can trick things into going into the wrong room or sneak around them or uh, just run away um, some things you have to figure out ways to get past like there's this bit where these two night gaunts and other Lovecraftian creature are guarding the tops of these stairs and you have to like set up a couple mirrors to to blind them and then destroy them it's an interesting game
2: noteworthy as being it, one of the first 3d It just really is one of the first 3d games I think mm-hmm. it, it's in the Guinness World Records as the first 3d survival horror game you can tell they're Really pushing that PR campaign against Resident Evil, oh, like yeah. no, no, we were the first.
1: No, I, but... I think someone at Resident Evil was super inspired by Alone in the Dark because I saw it first. I was less impressed by Resident Evil, but yeah. the world had its ass rocked by RE and like forgot all about all. And it's it's a clearly a better series. Mm. Oh, <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, 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 the great Lord but, of the Dark series. But I, you know, I I also this may be a bit contentious. I don't think RE was a pure horror game, as I think Alone in the Dark is, like a survival horror game, right? It's one of those PCs, like, Resident Evil is kind of just like it's an action game that has horror elements, but it's never been a pure horror game, like Alone in the Dark. Hmm. Well, now, now... I would say even the original one. Like, there's scary things I wouldn't even happen. call them
2: action games. They're, it's more like this... Weird adventure puzzle game. Right. Like the fighting is, yeah. is secondary always in
0: Rhythm. Well, Evil games. maybe we'll get into that in a little bit. In uh, the meantime. meantime-
2: I think we've pretty much exhausted the
0: conversation potential for Alone in the Dark, so... Fuck yeah! Number
2: not unless four. you want me to do my Christian Slater impersonation, Michael. I, I can I, do this all night that, long. That's really okay.
1: Um, I'm Tara Reid's scientician. <laughs> and you wrote about the game fucking like 20 years right. ago. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm not Reid. doing Nicholson,
2: okay? I'm doing an impersonation of Nicholson. Number Therefore, four. Yeah,
0: number four. <laughs> Thank you, TL.
6: Dear Katie... So much has changed, even just since you've been away. We moved into this house. I'm at a new school. And my big sister being gone for a year doesn't make it any easier. It doesn't feel real. But I'm not going to let it faze me. I used to tell you everything. And if I can't do it in person, because you're off gallivanting around who knows where, I'll tell it to this journal. Just like I was talking to you.
0: So you guys know what this is. Uh I it's, do. It's a few non
2: horror I sorry. talked about like horror <laughs> games. Nominate <need> a spokesman. <laughs> I talked about horror games and this one for a good fourth of this game I yeah. thought it was a
3: horror game when I played it. Uh, but it's gone home. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. one of the one of the best video games I've ever played. And got maligned because, oh, it's a walking
1: simulator. It's like, it's no, it's, really a game. <laughs> it's like, I played this whole game and Conan never came out. Not, not a <laughs> but, video game. But like, <laughs> got maligned by who? We don't care what those people think.
2: Let's talk but about I this mean, awesome game. I don't but, care uh, what
1: anybody with an anime avatar ever says. Uh, but like, I, never. I
3: would, <laughs> I would think like the thing that makes this game so good is it, it, it asks you, like it's like games like this where you have to reflect on yourself in the game Mm. and you're playing this character like it is what role-playing games like this isn't a role-playing game per se we don't call it an rpg but that's what a role-playing game is or should expire to be like this game that makes you reminiscent and nostalgic about a house you never grew up in but you have those feelings of like oh man i i can feel being there because we've all been in houses like that yeah
1: because there's there's evidence of Familiar, f- familiarity. Sorry, I've had a couple of drinks. That was real hard to say. Hmm. Uh, and and did we say Gone Home's a game about a, a young woman arriving home from college yep. and wondering where her sister is? Yeah. She, well, she's she, trying to find she, out where everybody is. Yeah, like where everybody the, is. the
0: house is empty. They were supposed to meet her. And she has never actually stayed in this house.
2: She's yeah, She's right.
0: been away for the past year, When which is when her family moved into it. So this is all unfamiliar to her. So she is discovering, like, you know, just basically going through all of her family's stuff in an effort to find out what happened to them. You know, And it's after midnight, nobody's here, the lights are all off, there's a huge storm raging outside, all the elements are here for horror. And, yeah. and yes, the game does play with you deliberately. It wants you to think that you're in a haunted house and something's going to jump at I, I you should say, at any moment.
1: I should say I played this like three times. It's a two-hour game, mm-hmm. even if you're playing it appropriately. It's an it's a horror game for like the first hour, and then you just get into like yeah. a shit. Is my mom about to have an affair? My dad is reviewing stereos for Playboy. That's a career that will last forever. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. It, what it, what, it, I, what I really want to what what I what I want to give it a compliment about in, in terms of this topic, the house is bigger than something I'll ever live in or afford, but it is like some of these games like this is not a feasible house this is a feasible house and they hide stuff from you in very very strange ways mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it never feels dull and you're not constantly retracing your past but you're opening up new areas it's, yeah. it's weird to talk about it like a game because like you just discovered like half a room technically mm-hmm. it, yeah. like 45 minutes in but it's it's pivotal and huge and offers a giant clue to your family. Well, it's, yeah, it's quite like if you did it, if you did an arc, a uh, blueprint of the, the house, it's not that big. It is. It, it no, is. It no. may have two living rooms, but it's like a four bedroom house with an attic.
2: Well, they block it, off like one side when you start and then you, you mm-hmm. w- work your way over there. But I think the trick this game pulls is it 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 kind of has a couple swerves. The first first hour, like we said, is like you think it's a horror game and then you think it's like a mystery game with like a really like complex dark mystery and then really it's like no no it's it's just a very light family mystery like is yeah. what it ultimately reveals itself to be but like there are, there are times where you're like wait there's something going on with the uncle and there's that underground yeah. segment right. and all mm-hmm. this stuff and yeah. it's like no no it's they that's tried, all meant if,
0: to if, they tried to, to summon his ghost is this where it all went wrong <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but
1: if, if if you've ever moved away from uh, your family, and by family I mean more than just your mom and dad, and you come back home, there's a lot of things they won't tell you in text message and text, uh, or in, on a phone call, and you end up discovering that it's very strange and like a incredibly interesting.
3: I think mm-hmm. it still is. It's one of the things like when we talk about like what you can do in games, and like games as yeah. a medium, Like, this is a, this is like, this is a narrative based game. And the narrative is not only what's written or what's saying through dialogue, but the stuff that you interact with in the world. It's just like, it's, it's the, it's the thing that you want to tell a story in game. It does everything so spectacularly. Like you said, Chris, like you can play this for two hours and then, like I could sit, have played this for two hours, walk away in like 30 minutes. What if I did this this time and mm-hmm. went back and looked at it this way when I walked through? It, mm-hmm. It's just – it's such a tremendous video game. I love God. Yeah,
1: I On. was re- remembering it this week just because I, I started playing Yakuza Like a Dragon and the first cutscene they're talking about Dragon Quest. And, and this game for real is the first video game ever to talk about a video game that that company did not make in that video game. Oh, I have There's a clip. Lots of...
6: So you know what they say about the best life plans of mice and men? Yeah, turns out it applies to Street Fighter 2. At least I worked up the courage to walk into the 7-Eleven and ask for a turn, but all that practice at home did not exactly translate in the wild. So after I was finished getting my butt kicked, I followed them outside while they smoked. And that was when she asked me if I was that Psycho House girl. But then she said she's always really wanted to see the Psycho House.
0: And then she said, "The Psycho Crasher House."
3: <laughs> that, <laughs> like I said, like that story, and that's something that like I I remember going to like an arcade, but it wasn't like walking the cool kids. It was my stepdad who was like, "Oh, you think you're good at Street Fighter? Let's play Street Fighter two on a real arcade." And getting my ass kicked, and oh. literally being like having to sit But like to me again, that's like. Like Chris said, like the great thing about this game, it was relatable and it was like the people who are our age, like making games now, right? So, like, this is this is the thing. So, these aren't like that cultural reference of like Street Fighter 2 in this game that's not made by Capcom, but it's just like that's just our lexicon now. Mm. If I told you, hey, I went to an arcade and I saw, like, I put it in the script, like, I went to arcade and the first time I saw uh, Killer Instinct. It it wouldn't be out of place because, like, that's just, like, what we grew up on, right? And, like, yeah. it's something like that what makes this game. It just realizes where it is and what it is.
1: And for lack of a better place to explain this, it, it, it's one of those things that makes me feel like gaming is a, an extremely young and immature medium. Because if you ever watch an old Spielberg movie, like, all of his characters are, like, watching Pinocchio. Or fucking Sesame Street, and you literally can't do that in fucking games. Nope, you can't show Street Fighter art or a goddamn Super Nintendo cartridge in a game to this day. It's so stupid. Well, I mean, what? Gone Home could. <laughs> Apparently, mm. they worked something out. But uh, well, they showed they showed the cartridge, but they couldn't I mean, show real art. But
0: that that's like the game is uh, a set in the nineties. I don't know if we've mm. mentioned this part specifically, and there are a couple reasons for this. One is because if the characters had phones, this could all be resolved in a couple minutes. Yep. Two is that, uh, yes, yeah, you get the cool Street Fighter reference, but three, you find out that the house is in fact haunted by the ghost of Riot Girl culture. I don't get Lonnie sometimes. Like
6: her band and our zine and everything are all anti-authority and I watch her in JROTC and she's doing drills in perfect formation following orders, no question and there's all this stuff in the news about don't ask, don't tell
0: that's another reason the the nineties were a lot more homophobic than our current era. <laughs> to yeah, say the
2: nineties, the two thousands. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there's a percentage of the population that are just as homophobic as ever.
3: I hate yeah. to see. No, but, but it's
0: a smaller po- It's smaller percentage than it
3: used to be. Uh-huh. Matt, are, don't 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 dare cancel them, Matt, with your cancel culture. Dang it! <laughs> don't you dare do it.
2: It's true. I cancel them. Every day, <laughs> I don't true, think I, I don't can. give a
1: fuck about them. So in my mind, they are indeed canceled. Fuck that shit! I haven't canceled anything this year except Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, I never subscribed to that, so I didn't. I, know. I, did Paramount I had, Plus
0: alone with your cancel culture, Chris. Look,
3: I, I had, I kept on paying. I kept on having before it was Paramount Plus the CBS thing. And like, because I did it once to watch one football game, It mm-hmm. kept forgetting to cancel it, and I'd get a notification: "Hey, we took money out." I'm like, I'm not watching CBS Interactive. What are you doing? And then <laughs> they get to,
1: to <laughs> fair about. We us, hear yeah. you really like Star Trek because we have Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Five of them, miraculously, it's so weird. Yeah, it's
2: weird. It's weird.
0: But yeah, I I do love Gone Home. I think it, it's it's a real masterpiece of environmental storytelling. Right. Like, it's it's yeah. just. Uh,
1: I don't think There's no experience quite like it uh, Yeah, I don't think It should be something I, I recommend to people Who want to make games Or tell stories In an interactive medium But I haven't seen anything That truly replicated it I finished yeah. uh, Firewatch. I, I've started games like Love that. Firewatch. Love Firewatch. Yeah. Uh, and I, I do, but it, it still doesn't compare to the ending of Gone Home. It's not as succinct. And, and yeah, the ending of
2: Firewatch, it, it it tries to do the same thing, but it's a lot longer and it doesn't, right. it's not as good. Uh, but it's it's quite good. There's, I think there's one other title on our list that I, I would say did what... So this game kicked off, like, you know, people made fun of it for being a walking simulator. And unfortunately, it did kick off that trend of walking simulators, but it was the best one.
3: Yeah. yes, It, it took is. a
2: while before another game came along and said, no, no, we're going to do that, but then progress it and yeah. change the formula, which I'll talk about when we get to that well, entry.
0: We'll so. do it in a different it, it's way. A, but...
1: it, it's a bummer. And, in, in like, uh, just that I think um, as an animation nerd... Uh, Walt Disney made his money like making short films before movies and then started making movies but he still had his team making short things. Right. And it's like why can't every major studio have like a two hour game that people work on for like seven months something like that in an existing engine and like make an interesting story and sell it for ten dollars and what the fuck like why didn't they, I, i'm legit pissed that this, this didn't inspire more this is this is from the uh, bioshock team right this, a is, this is this is from people uh,
0: who yeah worked on minerva's down a couple and people and a went couple on people, yeah. went on to found the fulbright company but i i think i can tell you one reason that this Wait. this structure of gaming doesn't get done more often is because gone home places an extraordinary amount of trust in the player like, mm-hmm. it, it just relies on you. Like, you're gonna go through and you're gonna investigate this at your own pace. You're gonna discover all the little golden coins we left for you along this, this path. Uh, and, I mean, there is stuff that's, that's missable in there. It's, it's very easy to find everything, but there is stuff that's still potentially missable. And I think that terrifies a lot of developers. It's like, but if we, what if they get bored? What if they stop playing us? What if they trade us in, you know? That's a genuine worry.
1: I forgot about the Steam, the Steam policy, as, as consumer friendly as it is, puts Mm -hmm. kind of a, yeah, damper on that. This game is literally under the Steam trade-in
3: limit. That's true, that's true. um, Yeah, I wonder what people think about Tacoma, because I think Tacoma was their last big follow-up to this. I didn't play it. (laughs) Not as many people played it. Yeah, I played it a little bit
0: and it didn't, it didn't hook me quite the same
3: way. I think they
2: made that mistake of we had a lot of success with our small indie thing. Let's do a bigger budget, bigger version of that indie thing. Like they they went like to space, like literally to space uh, with the sci-fi theme, and it was like it didn't have the same feeling for a lot of people. So,
1: but as a big cartoon nerd, the best Donald Duck cartoons were being made while Disney was made making all that shit that has representation in Disneyland. There was there were people cutting their teeth, telling smaller stories. In order to tell the bigger stories, there, there yeah, I mean, I, a, I know what you're saying. I, I wish more developers would yeah. do that.
2: Where a lot of dev studios have like, here's our A team working on a thing, and here's a B team working on a thing, but they're
1: usually two big things. Like, and, and here
2: we have having experimental of... work on smaller things yeah, we, that we, you can we,
1: then we have take. We have a young, untested from. team working on a small thing. We don't yeah. expect to make us billionaires. I don't understand why gaming doesn't do that. So, so, you know who does here that? Would be, I, I mm. will.
2: I will give them credit, and Michael works for them. Ubisoft does that. So the right. games mm. like Grow Home,
4: mm-hmm. Grow yeah,
2: Home true. is like this experimental small game that they then took a lot of those principles, like the things with the climbing in that game and, and gliding and stuff. They incorporated those into big like Assassin's Creed games later on. Like they that is will why Walt Disney
1: that. kept short animation alive, is so he could train people by making what they wanted and figure out how to. He could make it. He could make a movie with what he wanted. Right, you you gotta
2: you gotta have the reindeer
3: game so you can make the Goodwill Hunting too. Yeah, I mean, I want Goodwill Hunting too, Uh, but no, I I think also like I think when we look at the prevalence of something like Xbox, the Xbox Game Pass now, right? Mm -hmm. Where now you have all these studios who have an outlet to put smaller games that may be a little bit more of a niche put them out there so people can explore them and enjoy them. I think we are going to get to that market. I think that's one of the, like, I've seen a lot of people have been, like, very high, like, oh, well, Xbox, buying you know, all these studios? But I like that because that means Bethesda and, like, you know, EA, because they have, you know, the the, the EA Access, like, connected mm-hmm. to it, like, allows them to do smaller games and get them in the hands of mm-hmm. more people that they don't have to worry about Are we going to make a profit off these games because they're going into these, into a consumer base already? I think yeah. it gives them a chance to do games like this. Well, what it, it does is it
2: gives them game. guaranteed revenue. Like Microsoft will, like if you're, if you're a small indie dev, you don't know how many games you're going to sell. Whereas Microsoft might come along and just cover your cost. And that's right. all you needed to do is like, yeah, okay, this pays for this game. Be and because Microsoft needs content. Like, you know, they, yeah. they need games on Game Pass more than anything to, to get people interested and keep them subscribing. So yeah, you're exactly right. TL, it's, that's a big industry trend right now that yeah. will. You're already seeing it on Game Pass. Yeah, I'm saying <laughs> if about
1: If you think about EA's Unravel series as yeah. a way to train people to eventually uh, make DLC for FIFA. Yeah.
3: <laughs> if
0: you want to talk about small games that kicked off big trends, you probably want to talk about...
5: Number
0: three. Imagine hearing that coming from somewhere behind you and you don't know Im- where.
1: Imagine playing a voicemail from Michael behind you.
0: Uh, <laughs> I haven't left you no- voicemails like that for years. Come on. Uh, uh,
1: I would I would have to dig in if you've ever left me a
0: voicemail <laughs> I don't think I have.
1: Um, I have so many recordings of Michael on my computer, but you may never have left me a voicemail.
0: No, no. Do you feel do you feel neglected?
3: Uh I'm going to guess completely wrong because I don't know what this is. And okay. I'm guessing the game. I'm going off list for this. All right. Uh, is this Five Nights at Freddy's? Five. It sounds like sisters, it. Sisters, sister location. It
0: is not. This is P.T. Pregnant motherfucking teacher. I didn't have a PS4
3: when this game was out on demo. Yeah. Same. I've never played this.
0: 24. It is, it is great. And it's, it's a really, really weird experience because on one level, you're just looping, going through the same looping hallway over and over and mm. over again, but it changes subtly every time, and uh, the changes get darker and grimier and more disturbing on each each loop that you go through. It's Loop Hero. For example, you'll, you'll hear like a radio report about a, a father who uh, just casually shot his family uh, over Sunday dinner, and... Uh, then you'll you'll hear the the same recording again, like the same radio message again on a subsequent walkthrough. And if you try to interfere with it, something might happen differently.
1: One door two days earlier, he was going to play by the family was coming home on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Don't touch that dial now. We're just
4: getting started. Retrieved the rifle and shot his wife. It's completely unacceptable. You can't trust.
0: Uh, So that that strangled crying is, of course, Lisa, the ghost that will show up occasionally. Think the first time that you see her, she's just standing still in the middle of a hallway. And if you take a step toward her, suddenly the lights all go out and you just have to keep walking forward in the darkness where you just saw the ghost standing while she groans and laughs at you. And then she'll occasionally show up walking very slowly and twitchily in the hall, and if you let her catch you, you will be subjected to a quote unquote death and you have to start at the beginning of your loop you You start in the garage generally, and then you just keep walking out from there and you hear on the radio, for example that the the father who killed his family ended up hanging himself in the garage. And mm. so it's like it's it's yeah. very heavily suggested that, like, you are the dead father experiencing some sort of repeating torment uh that just gets more and more surreal with every repetition.
2: Yeah. And you're forgetting to mention that Lisa's pregnant. Too. Uh, he, well, he shot her in the eye and through the pregnant stomach. I which...
0: was about to get to that because at one point there is there is a bathroom that the door is yeah. sometimes ajar. Sometimes it's closed and you can hear something behind it. And at one point, you can open it up and go in there and you find uh, this bloody eraser head baby or something lying in the sink. By the way, those aren't your steps you're hearing. So as, as you're staring at this baby in the sink, you can hear something walking through the hallway just to your immediate left. And it reaches the door and it stops and it starts trying the latch repeatedly. And then if you turn around, turn away from the door and look mm. in the mirror, you can see it open behind you. And you turn around and it's like, oh, it's closed again, but now I can open it and go out into the hallway. Uh, it's, it's hella creepy. This game does a lot to fuck with your mind. I
3: was gonna and- say, and that, I- and that little baby that no one liked grew up to be Death Stranding. Tucker <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, Death Stranding. Like, that this baby, is all, like, Death er- stranding. I'm, I'm hearing this. I was like, is that the D-baby? It sounds like this is, like, and I get it, like, because, like, the Kojima and then, uh, you know, uh, Guillermo De Toro, like, like this is them working, and this is them working before they worked on it. Also yeah. Norman Reedus, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah there,
1: there yeah. has to be concepts from P.T. that made it into Death Stranding. Oh, I'm right. sure. Period. And and, um, and, and and it is it, like I Michael was we were talking about. I think it's the, the most interesting demo of all time. Yes, not mm. just because a game that never came out. Like obviously, the sequence would not have been included in the normal game. Mm. And I rem, I remember like uh one of our one of our friends and fellow Laser Time writers uh Token Girl SCFU was the one to discover like the end. No, no, no.
3: Uh, that was uh it was um Shibana. Oh, uh, sorry, Shibana yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Uh, no, that's Shabana's name, not to, not not <laughs> Kayla, Kayla. Zoombaum, <Zumbom, laughs> whose name should be pronounced by Al Pacino at all times. <laughs> ah! um, uh But but yeah, Shabana, like she was shouted out on a stream because she figured it out live first, right. and um, that was amazing. But because I never like I wasn't very entertained by this at all. I did. I couldn't figure it out. Didn't bother engaging with it. And I've hmm. since then watched more videos about PT than ever playing it. It's it's a game that was free. Yeah, I, it I literally love it enhance, yeah. Enhances the value of your PS4 if you sell it with it on it. And,
0: and someone right. someone cracked it open a, a few years ago and discovered that like okay, so one of the the weird things about this is that you'll sometimes hear the voice of the ghost like as if she's right behind you. And mm. you'll see her shadow and stuff. And they figured out, like, oh, she's actually stuck to, like, there's, there's an instance of her character that is stuck to your back. The yeah, whole like time. A backpack. You will she's, never yeah. see her, but she's always there. She's yeah, like
1: fucking C3PO and Chewbacca, yeah. man. She's just like right there your, with you. The your whole character time. doesn't have a, a, a body, but it tethered to your, bo- tethered to your body one foot away is this giant ghost you're very scared of. Mm-hmm. And it makes have the game – guys... once they showed that, I'm like, I can play this game. I'm not scared now knowing this ghost has been <laughs> tied to my body. Mm-hmm. Have Have you ever seen the um, the
2: Lisa mod for a Metal Gear Solid Five that someone no. did? No. So you know how Metal Gear Solid Five has the guard decoys that you can blow mm-hmm. up and they'll like shoot at it? See, they They put a Lisa decoy in there, but they would always – like the way it inflates, it's like quite sudden. And it would, like, terrify the cards. It would, like, pop up out of nowhere and, like, make them jump off cliffs and stuff like that. It was awesome. <laughs> it was like it
7: awesome. made me it wish great.
2: I was, like, I, I wish that was in 5. Just, like, you know, just
1: have, like, a ghost decoy. Why not? You know? Is this the one game with, like, this isn't even a game that takes place in a, in a house. It place, takes place in one part of a house. Yeah, you it's mean, like a hallway. Like we, like, we should one mention hallway. this
2: was... Did we mention that this is was... Going, it's a demo for yeah. Silent Hills that yeah, PP is
0: it's playable it's teaser, and and then Hills. if you play it yeah. to the end, then yeah, you see a teaser for Silent Hills, which is Norman Reedus walking uh in into like a darkened town. But uh I I say I said earlier like this is very influential, and it is yeah. like it has kicked off not only like there are at least two or three games that have tried to be like. This is gonna be PT, but as a full game. This is what we, we think Silent Hills was gonna be. Allison Road was one that, uh, as, as far as we know is dead. Like there hasn't been any news on it in years. Another one that came out, uh, last year actually was, is Visage, which I played a little bit of and very much seems to be like, This is, this is like PT the full game in all but name. Like you start out in this garage that you then can't get back into and you're walking around this looping house and there's ghosts and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's creepy, but it, it's also like, um, you know, this idea of like, you're stuck in this house. You have a phone call from your neighbor who says you haven't left in three weeks. It begins with a first person cut scene of you shooting your presumed family who are all tied to chairs and then shooting yourself. It's just the bad dad game. Uh, Another bad dad game that's pretty good is Layers of Fear, where you play as this obsessed artist with some sort of psychosis who goes back to this house after like a court hearing and starts on this unfinished painting and is immediately tormented by this ever shifting house and these phantoms of his wife. It's an interesting thing that I also considered for this list,
3: but uh,
0: ultimately mm-hmm. decided I'd rather talk about Alone in the Dark. Yes. Andy. Really <laughs> I mean, was, well, right. yeah.
3: look, did, did those games get uh, direct, uh, a movie directed by one of the greatest video game movie directors of all time? I don't think so. <laughs>
2: Uvo, Tara no. Reed I, uh, man.
3: She, she, was, she was quite a hottie in her day. G- geologist Tara mm. Reed, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, no, it's, uh. Um, oh, I've decided with the Abcanus <laughs> tablet. I, you, free Patreon idea. You guys watch through those movies. $10 level. There you go. Free mm-hmm. Patreon. Like all the I would, <laughs> like I've all
1: watched
0: all the Uva Bowl movies. I'm not doing it again. I would
1: <laughs> love to torture Michael with that. He had to do this yeah. and to make him, kn- to know what he's getting into and make for, him do it for again. For an
0: assignment that I
1: think I thought up. So I you did, did it to myself.
0: But I watched but them get- all. I watched, uh, I, uh, the uh, what was it, In the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale? Oh, my god. Oh, goodness. King Burt Reynolds. Never <laughs> yeah. forget. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of Matthew
3: Lillard. Yeah, Ma-
0: Matthew Lillard me. and Ray Liotta were great to watch on screen. I'll say that because they yeah. were just overacting to the hilt. Yes, terrible. and also
1: like, uh, I'm Burt Reynolds, I refuse to use an English accent. Yeah. Let everyone else do that for me. Exactly. Maybe if theirs is stronger, it'll make me look more English, cause I'm gonna talk like this. Like I'm uh, from what? Jupiter, Florida. What,
2: what'd you say your name was uh, there, uh, director? You what'd hi? you say? Um, uh,
1: you? You? No, no, there's you. no way he's next in the line of lineage. No. You ball? You ball's your
2: name? Alright, you ball. Um, we're All gonna, right. we're gonna do one more take care. And then I gotta, I gotta go.
1: But I, I would, I'm gonna slap would... my friend Don Deloitte in the face. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I would love to see what a full Hideo Ko- Kojima uh like Silent Hill game would be because like yes. I've I have decided I've been I was going to play through a uh, translated version of Police Knot. Uh, cause Ooh. I am like on that real deep Kojima, uh, grind right now. Right. And yeah. like. That
1: real deep <laughs> pandemic shit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just, just play well, Death Stranding, man. It's just been play a year. Death Stranding. No, cause I want, I need the full, this, I think this actually came, uh, my buddy, uh, when his daughter was born, her, her name is Zoe. At least not. No, her name is Zoe. <laughs> and it, his, his wife was going to name her Zoe, Z-O-E. And he was like, no, absolutely not. It's Z-O-E. Z O I E. And she's like, why? She's like, have you ever heard of Zona the Enders? <laughs> so I was like, wow. the, you're not going to call the baby Hideo Kojima's Zona the Ender. So, like, you could name her Zoe. So, I, yeah. I, because of that, I decided to play through all of Kojima's games. And please not, it's a really weird fucking game. Mm-hmm. Can, can I, can I destroy <laughs> some, some Kojima mystique here? Sure.
1: Because I think this is fun. And there's, it's been a while since there's been a rumor of, some major publisher buying Kojima Studios and this, right? Like that's not we we haven't heard one of those in a while. Yeah, no, he, he's, no. he's not a guy of a billion ideas. He's just one of the few people in gaming that was never be able to. No one could tell him no, hmm. and that's 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 rapidly shrinking. The ideas guy who can do whatever he wants. Yeah. He might not have very many ideas, but I have a feeling whatever PT was going to be, some publisher is going to pay to make happen without the Silent Hills name.
3: Yeah, and that yeah. game was called Death Stranding. I mean, that that's <laughs> the rumor so? that keeps
2: coming.
1: Well, the rumor that keeps coming back up is that he's working on a horror game. Yeah, you know? in that that those element we will not have to wonder anymore or preserve our my white PS4 over there with an. Frankenstein hard drive that like throw it away. I don't need it anymore. I got p I don't ever need to play PT again. Hmm. And if anything there'll be like a fun mode at the end of the game post credits you can play a fucking version of PT. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean I'm I'm sure, I, that's one of those things that is like I wish game companies weren't so damn secretive because there's a story there that would be really interesting to know. And we'll, we'll only ever get to know like our side of it, that it's just like, we got this thing that was really amazing and we never got to play the full version and they dismissed one of our favorite developers for reasons we don't know. Yeah.
1: Uh, and like like, having, uh, having all of us worked at it, can we say pretty, no, there was never a silent Hills game. It's never like nothing has been made. There's nothing you can walk through. Hmm.
0: You think, you I think like, it was just I mean, PT, and that like the, the rest was no, just all design. Uh, yeah, docs. and they they
1: they put they put him on the the name to revitalize this dead brand, and like I'm, I'm literally guessing, do whatever you want with it and, without using any of the characters anyone cares about. Do whatever you want. I'm guessing what there
2: is is like PT was was a what you would call a vertical slice in the industry. It was a proof of mm-hmm. concept, like this is how this game will work. There's probably some concept art of creatures from the game. There might even be a few 3D no, no, assets no, no, no. or two. I'm there, saying but... this
1: This guy is king of the demo. The demo is different. You would never do anything like that in the game that would become Silent Hills. This mm-hmm. game exists mm-hmm. on paper. There is not Polygon 1 put into this, this game. It's never existed. Uh, prove me wrong, commenters. <laughs> I could be wrong, but... Yeah, but like. That's the way I see it. Like, I, I don't think this ever existed. It was just a bunch of loose ideas. They're like, yeah, Kojima, go nuts. Don't leave our company for another year. We'll let you make a Silent Hills game, hmm. and you can do whatever you want. And it clearly wasn't going to involve any Silent Hill lore.
2: Unfortunately, it's and, not only behind that, like, screen of game company secrecy, it's Japanese right. game company secrecy, ah, yeah, so we will yeah. fucking never know. But so. but I,
1: but having worked under that line, I'm positive there's nothing of this that exists. Hmm. All the yeah. ideas Kojima ever had be put on paper, and they're going to put in whatever game he has coming out. That's what I'm saying. Look forward to what Silent Hills was going to be, and whatever batshits thing Sony sinks a bunch of fucking first party money into. Sony's TP Teeth mm. playing. Yeah. yeah, look forward to Rick and Morty commercials <laughs> from whatever Silent Hills was going to be. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I, I, but
1: also, like going back
0: to the layers of fear example that uh, I did read that like apparently Bloober Team, which created it and its sequel and uh, the medium recently on Xbox Game Pass, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that they they saw PT and they realized that like you can make an effective horror game and it doesn't have to be traditional survival horror. It can be yeah.
2: something like this, and people will still like it. Like, yeah. it will be popular. Yeah, P.T. is 95% psychological horror, yeah. 5% creature horror. Like, mm-hmm. Lisa only shows up a few times, yeah.
0: you know. It's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably move on to something far less frightening.
4: Number two. What? What is this? What? What is it? Blood.
1: Oh. Really?
4: Jill. See if you can find any other clues. I'll be examining this. Hope this is not Chris's blood.
3: Love well, we wanted Ben's to talk about mansion. yeah number <laughs> well,
1: well, well, I like what, it. What, what, what this makes me realize, and uh, um, I want to talk about our dearly departed friend Brett Elston, who's died from podcast, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but again, a great guy I talk to all the time, and he he was uh, fine. Is the, that's, that that's all his <laughs> <laughs> obituary But he had he had the brilliant idea when we were working at the Games Radar to ask Capcom why is this called Resident Evil, and and the answer was not interesting, but the world didn't know it up until like Brett bothered to ask. and it was called biohazard in Japan because obviously like uh, umbrella chemicals and zombies. uh, it, Resident Evil was the the name of the game because an internal contest was held with Capcom USA of what sound sounded coolest and and I, I'm only mentioning that because the the person at Capcom USA. Saw that it took place in one spot,
5: hmm.
1: yeah. so Re- Resident Resident Evil should not have been the name for a fucking <laughs> a series this big <laughs> that does not say in one place. Yeah, but was was literally called that in America because the Biohazard band is such a dick. Um, mm-hmm. It's still called Biohazard in Japan and I think in the UK, yeah. but Resident Evil. Uh, one, and it's a great no, name. It's, it's arguably it's, it's Rezi. for the first I mean, Resident okay. Evil. Resi, you yeah, huh? okay, gotta play the Resi. But, but going for the, the first Resident Evil, it's it's the best name of all time. Mm. And then now I sit here and I'm like, man, Biohazard is such a better name for this stupid <laughs> fucking series.
3: It's <laughs> I mean, yeah, gone all over the place for the series. I think actually, here is my defense that Resident Evil works so much better, especially for that game for the conceit at the start of that game, like as a name. Because you don't realize about the like the gene the gene bullshit until like later on in the game, right? Like it's you true. find out, Hazard but... is
2: a spoiler for that. Game. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's mm-hmm. Oh shit! I didn't think agent. about it like that at yeah, all. Yeah, like, I was thinking about it as in like,
3: as in, like, in, like <laughs> what Resident
1: Evil be- like once yeah. we get to Resident Evil Six where I'm playing as seven different characters across the, the like the galaxy mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Resident well, cause, Evil because like... my
2: favorite parts of every Resident Evil game it's it's usually toward the beginning there. There's they hint at supernatural stuff that usually isn't the case. It is just some chemical fucking right. bullshit biohazard stuff, but it's like, that's what's kind of cool about Resident Evil 1 with all the weird occult puzzle things and stuff like that. You're like, oh, is there, is this more than just this weird
3: outbreak? You know, BOWs,
0: bioorganic weapons. Yeah.
3: I, yeah. I, I remember getting Resident Evil when it first came out and me and my sister, Losing our shit on the F M V like that's the thing, like everyone brings up these quotes and that's fine, but I love the F M V stars like intro where they like, have all the like yep. they do like the weird nineties cheesy posing, mm-hmm. and I'm just like that's that's the pinnacle of video games. Like right there <laughs> I, I hear the Capcom logo, then I see the stars like members coming out and posing, and I'm just like, Can video games get better? I don't think so. It it just peaked right uh, here. I-
1: I remember in conjunction with Alone in the Dark, Sam and I had played Alone in the Dark together and they were playing Resident Evil and the FMVs pop up. I'm like, wow, this is new and stupid. And I started like mocking it MST style and like we've known each other for like eight months. He's like, can't you ever take anything seriously? <laughs> he threw his controller down and I don't think we talked for two months. Uh, because well, of it Resident wasn't Evil. until
2: the little alone Alone in the Dark sequel and this is real by the way, Chris did play Jack in the Dark
1: with Sam. Just going to throw that out there. I did, but because Sam is an award-winning handjobist. like <laughs> yeah, right. You don't, right. You will never turn one I'm, of those. Down. I'm glad you got the joke.
2: Thank yeah. you yeah. Yeah. But that audience. is a real he thing, did.
0: Jack in the Dark.
2: It, Jack yeah. in the Dark is a real game. Oh, it
1: is. Yeah, yes. It's like an
0: intercooled demo thing. Um, but
1: yes. uh, yeah. Sam, Sam won a, a yellow ribbon for handjobs at the state fair. It was <laughs> Thank God. Oh,
0: what a what a progressive state fair. Just a yellow ribbon. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> but, Who, who's the blue ribbon? So, like uh, Alone in the Dark, the first one, this was set entirely in a mansion, the Spencer Mansion. It also had zombies and canine creatures that would jump through windows. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very important. Also, it had male and female protagonists. And do you remember what the difference between a Chris run and a Jill run was?
3: Uh, Jill is on the... It goes through the front door of the mansion. I think that doesn't... Isn't Chris outside... No. The mansion, it then goes in? I'm 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 going to go
2: with the cheap joke, Michael. I'm guessing Jill runs like a girl? Limperith.
0: (laughs) You're not not nearly sexist enough.
2: (laughs) Jill, if you're playing
0: as Jill, Jill is easy mode. She gets more ammo and also uh, something that can help her get through more doors.
4: This mansion is gigantic. We could get into trouble if we get lost. We should start from the first floor, okay? Okay. Jill, here's a lockpick. It might be handy if you, the master of unlocking, take it with you. Goddamn.
7: Thanks.
1: Maybe I'll need it. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Maybe I'll need it. Time, time, time. Aren't we all
2: just so happy they got our high school principal to do the voiceover (laughs) for that game? Okay.
3: Jill, you are the master of unlocking. Okay, you, young whippersnapper, <laughs> well, come over like, here. All um, the
0: all the best, most memorable lines in this game come from Barry and Jill talking. Yeah. Like,
4: like for example, that was too close. You were almost a Jill sandwich.
7: <laughs> You're right, Barry. <laughs> thanks for saving my life.
3: <laughs> what the fuck is that? That's, like way <laughs> You're- too earnest. It it that game is like it's so silly. I've, I I'm thinking I'm thinking of like the the divergent paths of getting in. I think of the remake. Mm-hmm. Uh or of zero. I don't know. These games I've played through every Resident Evil game, but they also I've watched so many lore videos and tried to decipher the lore and timelines of Resident Evil, so they all just blur to me. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, this game, like, you're in the Spencer's Mansion, you're doing all the stuff and like it's it's so it's so like weird and confined, but like also it wasn't horror to me. Like I'd played Silent Hill, I'd played you know like actual horror games, mm-hmm. and like I would play this. I was like, oh, this is a really cool adventure game. Like Matt, you're absolutely right. This is the this is a point and click adventure game, but with a controller and tank controls, right? Yeah, it's like, more about dude,
2: managing your inventory, saving bullets, and and there's a oh, couple that's the jump aspect. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple jump scares with the dogs, but other than that, it's really not scary. It's- yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, it's kind of scary in the 90s when you're doing it for the first time. Uh, also, there was an excellent uh, HD remake, or and it was an HD at the time, the GameCube remake, mm. which later became the HD remake, which
2: was which right. just called Resident Evil, the <laughs> Ray Confusion. Um, yeah, you said that in the 90s. That was actually my first playthrough of Rez- the original Resident Evil was that GameCube version. The- oh, and, my uh, I'm really glad I started there, because that is known as kind of like it's now the, the version. definitive it's, version. It's definitely a better it
1: version.
0: One
3: Although of it's, thing, Steam,
1: it's not the Steam version one of house. that game is The Steam version yeah. of that game is the better
3: version. Yeah. The superior version. Uh, what I loved about the GameCube the GameCube one is, because uh, I I don't like Resident Evil 2 PlayStation as much, because like when it came out, I had also gotten tired of tank controls. And one of the great things about yeah. the, the GameCube one is you can use the triggers... To kind of do, like, that, like, to do, like, the the movement for the tank controls without having to do the fucking tank controls. Like, I'm not a fan (laughs) of that. Like, those games, like, they are a time and place. When I was 10, when it came out, good. Me at thirty, I would throw that game in the trash. I, but I even love it, all even the dumb
2: two kind of stays in one spot with the police station for most of yeah. that yeah.
3: game. You know, I, I thought about
2: seven
0: for this too because, like, yeah. well, for for a lot of it, you are exploring this one house, but really, it's like a farm compound because you'll also move to like the boat house and the guest house and the trailer yeah. and you the, start the barn the and all these other areas. What? But um, yeah. but for a while, it does feel like coming back to Resident Evil's roots with this big, elaborate, trap-filled house. And one of my favorite bits is there's that, like, shadow puzzle lock... That you have to yeah. get through the door by shining the thing in the right place, and it seems like one of those like occult mysterious things. And then you find like an invoice from the contractor yeah. who had to install it.
2: <laughs> Just about to bring S- that S- up. That S- is my favorite part of yeah. that game. Is there's like a contractor and they're kind of like it's like they're they're commenting on like it's a little weird that we're doing some of this stuff. And I'm like, it's like yeah. a note from the contractor. Like, and I'm, how like, this practical is, awesome. is this really?
3: Like, yeah, but to yeah. turn on a light house. with an eagle coin. <laughs> like, this is yeah. fucking
1: weird. It it's is. Like, that's
3: exactly <laughs> what they say. It's very it's, it's like, "Hey Svet, look, look. Okay, I understand you guys want to build this, this house. Want us to build this house." Really great. Um, however, your your rear entry, um, it's a light puzzle. I have to shade a light to there and then it unlocks the hinge. I don't know if this is a good idea. Uh, but, you know, if it's oh, overcast, in you're a wheelchair. what <laughs> if
1: I just put a clapper on it? No, you want a coin that shine. Okay, we'll do the shadow thing. <laughs> you're the boss. Oh man, uh, this is,
2: it's a really. I, I, think, I think seven does it. It absolutely counts. It, it is it's several
3: houses, but it is a yeah. one mansion complex. I, you know? I obviously, I, I think seven's a better game. I also think it's oh, yeah. a lot scarier game, and I think the Not villains. Like, yeah. I I really liked the family aspect of the villains, which is why I'm really excited for uh, Village and other reasons, but that's main. Um, but I really like. I he think wants to <laughs> fuck the big lady. He said it. I, I, I have not. I have not denied that. Um But uh, I thought that the fucking. I thought like the the twist that Wesker, who's like a little like whiny shit in this game, is like the big bad with all these other people. You have to fight the tyrant. Like it's it doesn't feel great. Like it's not like this. To me, it was never a big moment. I was just like, oh, I, I guess uh, big zombie. I,
2: so I've mm. never thought of Wesker as the big bad. He, he is the pawn Consistent of the corporation bad. of this. The corporation is the big bad, like umbrella, like Wesker I mean, is, yeah.
0: is just kind of like their, but he eventually kind of takes over.
3: Yeah. I mean, like you have to, like, worth looking at it now, you have to take it all the like all the times of them making like, yeah, you know, Wesker, that guy that died that a tyrant absolutely killed. What if he came back and now he has superpowers. Mm-hmm.
1: Seven minutes. <laughs> seven minutes is the <laughs> the longest I've been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, yeah. I don't mean to say that. Like, I, I just started playing Seven and I uh, hate it for the same reasons I like the original. Hmm. Uh, mm. The uh, unskippable cutscenes and, like, I don't know how many bullets anything is going to take, so I just start firing all my shit into everything I see, and, and there's no, there's no, like, there's no, like, enemies, really, other than, like, bosses Yeah, in the beginning of, of Resident Evil 7.
2: Yeah, 7's a lot of anticipation where you think a lot of bad shit's going to happen. 7 it's is the fucking, scariest. And then bad
1: it's shit happens rad. <laughs>
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. But it's fucking rad. If you yeah. haven't played 7 yet, do it. Like, I'm having a great time with it, and it's very hard. Yeah. It's,
3: it's the thing, like, I think it's the thing that we talked about with the other games previously, like, It has elements of Gone Home. It has elements of, like, of these things of, like, the anticipation of PTs, right? Like, Mm -hmm. what is the anticipation of you going to these things? And yes, there are these big boss fights, but they are very few. Like, it's not, that's, like, those are the big fights in the game, but, like, your fear is I have to go find my wife and I'm in this fucking weird-ass swamp house. Like, what the fuck is going on? What
2: Seven also did is it had, like, themed areas for each boss, which was each family member, right? It's like, oh, the mom is the weird insect lady. So this part of the upper floor is all these weird insects. And, like, the dad is... This weird guy that you're gonna have a chainsaw fight with in this mm-hmm. underground part. It's like, and then you're also gonna have a garage fight with them, and like, and yep. then there's that weird ass brother who yep. just
1: likes blowing
2: shit up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and blowing you up. And... Yes, well, <laughs> yes. I mean, the,
1: the only consistent thing with Resident Evil is destroying everything with a rocket launcher. Eventually, eventually, yeah. mm-hmm.
2: and the fi- the final moment will be rocket launcher. Did Uh, did did anyone play the DLC from Seven? Did it take you outside the house? Did it take you to places? Yes. Well, I mean, like the 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 Chris
0: Redfield one, I played briefly, and it took you into these caves that I think are either under the house or adjacent
2: to it.
1: Mm. But yeah, all via videotape, I'm guessing.
2: Well, that that was the other thing we talked about. Resident Evil, even one. It's this house, but then it gets really big because there's all these underground complexes and stuff that you can go to. So it's yeah. it's never
8: just like a house. Yeah, it's, it's a nice it's something house.
1: like I watched House of a Thousand Corpses when um, uh, what's his name died? I'm losing yeah, all Captain the names.
8: Spalding, like I, I Captain Spaulding, that guy. Captain
1: Spaulding died in like, yeah, like it didn't. It wasn't crazy at all. Like
3: Resident Evil Seven. After watching that, like,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I I, I think. Is Resident Evil the first one, is that where the giant spider is in the cellar in the first game? I mean, when you fight a giant ass spider.
0: I know that there are giant I, spiders. I, don't I know, know for a one. fact
3: yeah. every PS1
1: game was required to have a giant spider in it. Yep, Everyone saw it. So,
3: the, Everyone yeah, saw even, it.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> from Destruction Derby to Crash Bandicoot, you fought a giant spider. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Well, it's easy to animate with those polygons.
1: Yeah, polygonal legs. I mean, you, can, you can finally get all eight legs in yeah, It really is a cinch. It, how is this number two? Because this is number one.
9: Number one. I lived here until I was 11, but I wasn't allowed inside half the rooms. Inside the mailbox were bills from seven years ago, marked urgent, open immediately. I hadn't been back since my brother Lewis's funeral. In her will, my mother left me a key, but didn't tell me what it unlocked maybe she thought I'd know or she thought the mystery would be enough to bring me back
0: well she was clearly right what game is this Matt? Michael Raparez? Yeah, you
2: this- have good taste, sir. <laughs> I so sounds excited. like Attack this on... is number one. So this is
3: Attack on Titan, the video game. Attack yes. on Titan, no. obviously. This takes this the, is... takes the, the key back to Wall Maria so they can open right. up the door and see what's going on. When Absolutely. I refer
2: to evolving the Gone Home formula, this is the game I had in mind. This is what remains of Edith Finch one of I, I, the I best short form game experiences of the past what five years i guess it was how, uh, how old is I, this game i think
3: this was 2017 am i right with that michael probably i I don't have that
2: it's i me. think it's on game pass too so no excuses for those who have game pass to play it's so good because it's gone home but it's like what if it's gone home but instead of just like so by the way we, we didn't mention this was gone home the worst thing you can do if you don't know where your family is is just rummage through their shit immediately. You will yeah. you'll have nothing but hurt feelings and people mm-hmm. upset with you. But what I this game does like where mom is because <laughs> her
1: medicine cabinet is too full. But <laughs> what I, this I mean, game I...
2: does is it lets you play these segments where you kind of like get to live and relive the last moments of, of your family members' lives. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool.
0: The conceit of this is that your family is under some sort of mysterious curse. Everybody suffers a a weird death eventually, and they all differ in tone. Like a lot of them, like a lot of the deaths are like strange accidents or things like that, where it's just like, oh, you did the wrong thing. And you knew exactly what was happening because, you know, by now that like each of these is going to end in a death. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's sort of like dangling your legs over a shark tank and not being able to remove them. Uh, but uh, so, some of them get, like, really weird.
9: Of all the stories people wrote about Barbara's death, I'm surprised Edie saved this one.
4: The comic book. Oh, Jack here with another ghastly tale inspired by America's most unfortunate family. I'm calling it The Surprise Ending of Barbara Finch.
0: It's like and you're, you're playing through an EC style, like the, the, the art style what? changes to look like a comic book. Oh my yeah. It, like it's, a, creep it's, show? it's it's, yeah.
4: you're inside
2: a Tales from the Crypt kind
3: of yeah. comic type yeah. deal. It's, and I know like they wanted, uh, and like doing like research, like they wanted to kind of have like the story kind of be like Canterbury Tales. Like it's like have like anthology, like as you go mm. through, right? Yeah. Like, I, it's such yeah. a very, Uh, and like, I loved Unfinished Swan, like, uh, their, their previous game before they did, we're into Edith Finch, like, like some people just understand how to like make games just like this really great, like, like, I hate that games is art argument because like, what the fuck are we talking about? But like, this is where you, this is where you can start getting that argument because it's someone who can take that medium and do something that's wholly untold or tell a storytelling in a different way, right? It's like, why, like I love animation because there's a way you can tell storytelling and in video games it's just like a step above that because like now you have control over how you do this storytelling and it is actually yeah. an interactive story.
2: And, and, and that's, that's what I think why I say this evolves the gone home formula is it's interactive. Like you, you get to live out the stories and probably Michael, I really hope you have a clip. My favorite death quote unquote is the weirdest death. It's the brother who works in a fish factory. I do, do, because that is the weirdest death.
6: He said he started small, imagining a labyrinth. He'd feel his way about, then something moved bats, and toads, and things that have not names. He knew it was all in his head, but he took it very seriously. I had hoped he'd find himself, but he found something more.
0: So this is the best one at building dread because, yeah, it's this brother who has a job at this fish cannery. And he is the the job is incredibly monotonous where he's just decapitating fish, shoving them down a chute. And I, if I remember it right, you are doing this with the controller while at the mm-hmm. same time. Like, his fantasy takes over, and he starts to focus on that, and you're so, like, you're controlling him as he's moving through this labyrinth, and he yeah. becomes, like, wanna, this king
2: of this fantasy world. I want to say the right stick pushes the, the, the basically, guillotine down. Mm-hmm. It's like you're you're slamming it down, and you're controlling him with the left stick. I might have it wrong, but he's having paranoid delusions, basically, where he, I, he starts like, to imagine listen- his kingdom... And every once in a while reality intrudes with that noise that you hear, that, that, that mm-hmm. guillotine thing coming down. <laughs> but it's wild man, because you're playing this and you're like, Oh God, no! Oh, oh, fish heads, knives! Oh no! And visually, the way it does it is so interesting because you kind of see part of the fish machine, and you kind of see part of this fantasy world, and eventually becomes almost all the fantasy world. But in the back mm-hmm. of your mind, you're like, you know, this the fish machine is well. still there. Yeah. yeah, this will not end well again. All of these is going to end in
0: a horrible death. And Man. and really, this yeah. the the game is ultimately about learning to accept your own mortality. But for me, that was not the biggest shock. The biggest Mm -hmm. shock was a moment when you're in the backyard and you're climbing around on all this rickety shit and listening to this narration.
9: There's so many things I wish I could ask my mom now. Part of me thinks this is what she wanted all along. For me to come back someday and find everything out for myself. But looking back on it now, if she told me there was going to be so much climbing... I never would have
2: come when I was twenty-two weeks pregnant. <laughs> like, right. Um, wow. Yeah, it's implied. Yeah, because the 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 overall premise is it's a cursed family, it, it, or they're right. supposed to be cursed, and you're you're living out the deaths, and and you come to to believe you're like, yeah, this this family is cursed. Like they, these are some awful, truly horrific deaths, and her mother apparently died, and you're like, oh, maybe she's gonna break the cycle, and it's um. Yeah, and then she she's, like, basically coming there with her kid, and you're wondering, like, are you going to continue the cycle of this cursed family or not? Mm. You know, it's...
0: Well, and, and also the uh, the house itself is noteworthy because it's, like, yeah, these... Her her grandparents were, like, these immigrants who came over, and they started out building just this little house out in the woods, and then, like, as each family member was born, they built, like, new rooms onto it for them, so it, it's, it becomes, like, this weird ramshackle... Winchester Mystery House. There's like a whole area of the house that's like this... Uh, tree house that looks like it's about to fall over, but it, wow. it's like a
1: full it, room up there. It sounds like you haven't been, been born and raised in a place with infinite land like Florida because that happens <laughs> yeah. so Oh man. At much. one
2: point there's, there's a part of the game where you have to wait for like the tide to rese- recede and you have to like go out to this shipwreck to discover stuff too. Like it, it does, mm-hmm. but it all sticks around this, this one, the grounds of this cursed mm-hmm. house basically. and yeah, it's um, man, it's a very, very good. I want to play this right now. God. You should. Well, you should it's go on Xbox on and play an Xbox this right Game now. Pass,
0: so you can if you yeah. have an Xbox and Game.
2: Pass. And the beauty of it, Chris, you're gonna love this part. Maybe three to four hours total game. That's it. Is yep. not a not a ton of game. i I'm, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, i mean, That's all I have anyway. I can like I love. Bra- well, I call them Braveheart games. Hmm. Maybe my favorite part of this game, Michael, is this. There's there is one kind of unsolved mystery, and I believe it like. It's meant to tie with another game universe where one of the people allegedly like disappears inside a painting and like Mm. it's implied that that's the character from – I think it's Unfinished Swan that T.L. was talking about. Oh, yeah.
0: No, yeah. I think you're right.
2: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Maybe maybe one of them escaped their fate. I don't know. But that's a we part of the house where it's like
2: one. on top of the house, there are these two like crow's nests areas where it's mm-hmm. it's like this totally precarious thing. And then, yeah, you come to learn that this woman's like 22 weeks pregnant and she's like going on these like little tiny like walkways and shit. And you're like, oh my yeah, God, please yeah. be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: God, no, very yeah. good game. I can't, yeah. I can't,
2: I, I love this game.
3: Giant Sparrow, I, I wonder... Man, I wonder what their next game is going to be. Because I every game they they've done, I've just been like, no, this is really cool, and I'm going indifferent. I'm going, yeah, I'm going to just enjoy it. Like i for the swan. I think I just cried. Like at some point in the game, I just fucking just bawled after playing Unfinished for the swan. Probably it's well, a it's, fucking I, good I, game. I did
1: from being out of money and bored. Like- <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> you! The <That laughs> Game rules.
3: I love that game, that game rules. Unfinished <laughs> Swan's a very fun game. <laughs> no, I do remember when that game came out, cause fucking wrestling fans, uh, it was like around with Bray Wyatt- That was me! <laughs> Bray, yeah, it was the inspiration <laughs> for Bray Wyatt's pants. Those weird fucking crows pants, and it was like, oh, Unfinished Swan fan. Nah. Uh.
0: Well, this has been a very long top five, but we hope you had as much fun listening to it as we did getting through it.
1: I'm going to die.
0: But, yeah, who, who thought that we could bring this much conversation out of... Uh, I
1: haven't had dinner
0: yet. ...game set in a single house? Uh, on that note, we're going to take a break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, question marks, some news, some other stuff. So stay tuned. So I must go back to my room and make my
4: day complete. Counting flowers on the wall all playing solitaire till dawn with the deck of 51 smoking cigarettes and watching captain kangaroo hey. now don't tell me i've nothing to do let's get scratchin would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the laser time crew then we strongly encourage you to support this show on Patreon.com slash LaserTime. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the LaserTime network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus
1: time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. Of the many amazing things you've done, you were a child actor?
2: I was a child actor. Uh, and I got a couple of, of small uh, commercials here and there. I did a, an ad for Buddy L. Toys. Uh, it I did an ad L. for Tab Soda. So I got two kinds of jobs over and over again. I got, oh, it's all the kids are the adults, and he's the chairman of the board, or <laughs> you're a kid in school. And this was a kid in school where, like, the dumpy, angry teachers come in, and the kids are all rowdy. And, you know, like, today we're going to learn
8: about history. And, you know, of course, she's she's an overweight woman, and she's no fun. Set and she's your ugly. bubble tape you know, we- on
4: fire, kids. I hate cartoons.
8: Right, yeah,
4: exactly. Get Bonus Time, a weekly, uncensored, and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash
5: And
0: we're back. Welcome to our final segment, where we'll just, you know, I'm just going to hit the button. He
5: did it! He
0: did it! And last! Old release is more like because Stubbs the Zombie, Rebel Without a Pulse, <laughs> is coming to
2: PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. What, what a, what a weird. It's not even a remaster, it's just they're bringing it to these platforms. That's <laughs> that, weird. That, that, it's
1: not a rare game? No. No, no,
2: no. no. It was never no. a
3: rare game, right? I think
2: it was published by
0: Aspire back in the day, which yeah, was like I think so. uh, mostly known for doing Mac ports
1: of games. The Mac games. port people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um Mac, but Mac tonight Ports, yes. I
0: this is this was one of my favorite <laughs> games of of its era because uh it's it's very gross, it's very anarchically silly, uh, and it like if if you like Fallout's like weird retro fifties vibe, this is very much that. It's like a retro futuristic city of the nineteen fifties future where this long dead salesman Resurrects and, uh, goes forth to consume the brains of the living. And as you eat brains, you will build a zombie army that will follow you everywhere and do your bidding. Uh, you will get different powers, like, uh, you, your arm can detach and run around by itself. You can, uh, tear out your guts and use them as, uh, stink grenades. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, but then there's weird shit, like you confront the chief of the police, uh, and you have a dance-off against him to the tune of Mr. Sandman. Uh, it's bizarre, and I love
2: it. Yeah. It's it's just a very silly game.
1: Yeah, it's one of the few funny games I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, well, and, and a lot of people didn't see it because it was an Xbox
1: exclusive. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 So not rare, that's that's but...
2: what's kind of unique about it is it's like... It was one of those games that like we can only do this on Xbox. You can only get this army of zombies on Xbox.
1: You know, PlayStation Two. You are, two can't you are do this. verging on Seinfeld. I want to hear it <laughs> get all the way there.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you can only do that. Uh, That's the deal with
3: PlayStation. What's
2: the deal? <laughs> yeah,
3: I know. I remember. Like, so this was like also one of those weird games that Joe Lieberman. Uh, like, was campaigning against. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, like, that's cannibalism right. thing. Yeah, that, like, that weird speaker. Yeah,
0: and, like, Jack Thompson is like, this is encouraging cannibalism. Like, nobody's going to be a cannibal because of Stubbs the fucking zombie.
1: A point I'd like to make is to that you are playing a person who is brown and not alive. Uh, <laughs> Joe Lieberman sounds like droopy all the time. Our children will all be zombies. They will be I wish that guy was dead. Why is he not <laughs> dead?
2: Is he still a Democrat? What's going on with that He's guy? He changed to independent
3: and then doesn't yeah. doesn't run anymore. He is he is officially listed as an independent Democrat.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's not a very big trend if they don't allow right wing crazies. Eh? Uh-huh. And, and yeah, Michael's yeah.
3: gonna play him as
1: Buffalo Bill, and I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. If the Senate will allow, I'm gonna tuck the dick between my legs right. and tell everyone how pretty I am. Who'd fuck uh, me? For my
2: filibuster, I will ask. I will pose the question: Would you fuck Would me? You fuck oh, me?
0: <laughs> I never claim to be any good at impressions. I just want
2: to play. <laughs> 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 yeah. Stubbs Zombie. Weird that it's coming now, but sure. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. another one that it's like. Oh, they're still making those, huh? Uh, RBA Baseball 21 came wow. out. Wow.
1: Yeah. I, 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 have a, I have a weird affection for those games. I loved the first three. Like, they, they are my favorite baseball the, games. The first they're,
2: three, Resurgence. Or are you talking about the original? No, no. The first,
1: first three. three for the Nintendo slash okay. arcade. Okay. Hmm. And the first one wasn't bad. I think the second one was a bigger improvement. And I, like, because I don't care at all about MLB teams. I don't care at all. Yeah, and and they, neither do they right cuz that's yeah, the Show whole me deal a fun baseball not, game
2: yeah do yeah. They, do they TL you might know this do they have the players association or any license at all or is it just i
3: think so i think with RBI baseball i think because like this was the only way to play it on a not playstation you know console until this year yeah. right uh i think they do have a mlb uh license with it cuz i don't think this is a i don't think we're dealing with a um with, a like a Madden situation, or like no? Like a Madden situation where it was exclusivity. Yeah, uh, let me double check. Uh, but yeah, no RBI Baseball. I just don't know. I don't know who this is for. <laughs> That's it kind was of R- what R- I was for me and fans. Dave, and
1: we were both like, wow, we're really let down. <laughs> going to keep making more of these. But that, I, I love the the brand is as strong with other people as it is for me, because mm. like it, it was the best baseball. I remember like seeing. A PlayStation baseball game, and like, wow! I I would, I would be so mad at a relative for buying this for me. This is the worst. RBI was uh really fun and, and really uh, intuitive. Assigning assigning uh all the bases to the D pad is mm-hmm. one of the most brilliant things that game ever did.
3: All right, uh, so RBI baseball is licensed, like is developed by. Uh, MLB Advanced Media or MLBAM, which is a partnership of the club owners of the Major League Baseball, uh, based off of New York, based out of New York City. Okay, so they have and, the license. Okay, yeah, and it's interact. So basically, the people who run like the Major League Baseball channel, so they they would have the license to the teams.
1: It's so weird because the the baseball game would have done so much better if they just called it MLB Baseball. <laughs> But they assume like yeah. gamers know RBI. I'm like, I'm not sure that they do. But yeah, I mean most of those gamers Thank have you. aged out.
2: It's mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's wild to me because like I think Sony's done a really good job of kind of giving people the impression like if you want to play a real MLB game, you have to play the show. You know, like we are the only one left, and it's like I guess RBI is doing it too.
1: But
3: but uh, isn't it out on, it's on it's Xbox big. this year? So yeah, it's on Xbox. It's on Nintendo. Like the show is everywhere now, That's and it. quite as has been kept. The show is the best sports game the last four years, like... And I don't know... I don't know... Again, I don't know who RBI Baseball for. You want to know a really fun way to murder me?
1: Put a gun to my head and ask, name a current baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> let
2: me... Oh, let, can, me, let me... Let me do couldn't one do thing it better. Chris, tell me what RBI stands for.
1: Runs batted in, Matt. Don't okay, fuck with okay. me on this. God, like, damn, I played damn. baseball in all the baseball games.
3: I got this. Okay, okay, I, okay Chris, I will... I will. I will ask you this: if I will give I will give you ten dollars right now. If you can name a team that's won a World Series in the last ten years, the Oakland Athletics. To do it, is that accurate? Well, hold on! <laughs> I, I have <laughs> you to don't check. No, no, They have I don't know. I'm a we Florida know. Marlins fan, and they suck shit. They they are good for a series, yeah. a year, like a year that they're. You terrible. haven't seen your Marlins hold up
1: shit in front of their like weird dugouts made of fish tanks. But, like, yeah, there's probably a, a zillion pictures out there with white guys holding up white trophies in front of wearing white
3: uniforms over the last 10 years. Also, you are, that is not, that is not correct. <laughs> uh, no. Why did
1: That's I just not, say the fucking Giants? Crazy. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I don't know why you didn't say the Giants. There. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> I thought they won last year. I thought
3: the Oakland Athletics were, like, No, good the last Dodgers year. won last The Dodgers, year. it was the, the first time after Brooklyn all
1: those years. Brooklyn won? Oh, my God.
3: The Los Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> uh, a cool. few VGA fans gotta laugh out of that. They did beat
2: a, they did beat a, ten, a Florida team. They beat the Tampa Bay. Brooklyn
1: Dodgers, but. are they bums or what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, I played a game that I got a code for that, um, is actually pretty good. It's yeah. a game called Fate of Kai. Um, All right. so imagine this. Imagine a choose your own adventure comic. Starring where, your yoga instructor. Whereas <laughs> you're going through the panels of the comic, you can, you kind of flip through the story and you see how things will play out. And then there are, it's a puzzle game. And what happens is like along the way in the comic, you'll see one of the characters like thinking of a verb of something that he's going to do. And then depending on what that verb is, the comic will play out accordingly. And so you will maybe have to kind of like rearrange the verbs in these panels to get the story to progress the way that lets you keep progressing the story, right? So like, like, like Baba,
1: Baba is key mixed with comic zone.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, this sounds like Comic Zone. It's not Comic Zone because it's not a platformer. It is a right. an interactive novel, but it's an interactive comic. So, like, early in the game, you get this, like, treasure chest that gets attached to you. You don't know how, it just gets handcuffed to you, and it's telling you, go to this castle with this treasure chest. You can't get into a certain place on the way to the castle without having a certain coin. So you you go to... And in in the, the story, you know, you're reading it, it's like, okay, you're going to go to this guy who's a gambler, and he has these coins... So the first time you're reading the story, you're playing this game against him, kind of like a Pokemon-type game of like – or it's more like Rock, Paper, Scissors of like you play a card and he plays these cards to beat you and and he wins and keeps the coin. And it kind of goes, all right, game over. You flip back in the comic book and then you select the proper cards – that well, at first you you select nothing, and that causes like something to happen in the panels, and then like you play the cu- proper cards to win, and then it will let you progress in the story, and you will get that coin and be able to progress. And so it it kind of plays with time a little bit, it plays with story, but it's um it's really unique and cool. I've never played anything like it. Um, and it's it's published by uh, Humble, I think. It's it's a Humble oh, original. Okay. Hmm.
1: Yeah, they started publishing stuff this year, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a newer initiative for them. So it's it's really unique. It's it's a new developer, Trilight Studios. Um but I I kind of liked what I played of it and um it is worth if you want puzzle if you like puzzle games like I do and games that kind of challenge you in, to do. think to think uh four-dimensionally with time and stuff like that well, like What, what
1: um, was the Baba game I'm trying to reference? Baba
2: Michael, is you. you. Baba, Baba is you. Not Baba you. is you. Yeah.
1: Rearranging uh rearranging sentences to create different game scenarios.
2: Mm-hmm. Playing with game. playing with the logic of the world, yeah. That that's mm-hmm. this game. It's not like it's nothing like Baba is You, but similar mm-hmm. premise of like, oh, okay. So instead of climb trying to climb this cliff, I'm going to select the verb jump that I got from another panel, and I'm going to jump across the rocks to cross a river here. And that's that's the kind of stuff this game will do for you. So like it. comics, comic It's it's really pretty, by the way. The comics are, are well
3: drawn comics too.
1: So pretty cool.
3: I think everything is like next week is like. Cause I, I kept thinking Monster Hunter Rise came out this week and I was like, Oh, I can't wait till Friday. It's like I think that's next, next Friday. It's like two weeks, oh, right? It's next Friday, and I'm just okay. like oh, Why can't I just play Monster Hunter Rise now? Sure, I need try. it in sure. my life. I mean I'll talk more Loop Hero if you guys want to talk Loop Hero. I'll talk Loop Hero all day long, yeah. man. It's... I want to give that a shot. I haven't played it yet, but oh, I want to give that so a shot. Good. It's I, got, good.
2: I got I got I beat the first two bosses. I'm on I'm on chapter three now, and it's uh Man, that game's good. For what it is, and for how small it is, and how le- how much it costs, which is nothing. Like, fuck, that game is so good.
3: So, okay, this is... I don't know if this is a dumb joke, but I actually really mean it. Uh, like, I know you could, like, turn into vampire. Like, I just want to, like, play through it, and then also have the Duc- the Ducula theme song throughout. Like, I just want to picture that I'm making the house of Ducula and everything when I play through Lib <laughs> Hero because, like, that's, that it, it interests oh, me. <laughs> it's, it's nothing
2: like that, but uh, I'm, I'm, it's one of those games that, like, the more people discover about it, like, I'm kind of, like, learning new stuff every day. You check, mm-hmm. you, you check back with the wiki and the guides and you'll discover shit. So, like, the other night I discovered there's these cards you can play that are, like, meadow cards that heal you a couple hit points every day. But if you place those cards at the base of a mountain or a rock card, actually, it's it's next to any other building, they become blooming meadows and they heal you three hit points every day instead of two. Mm-hmm. Like there's all these like hidden things with the layouts that you have to learn. Or like I learned this week, um, if you play nine rock and mountain cards together, it forms this like big mountain and you get a ton of resources, but also it spawns an enemy once a day. I'm and Poochie the
1: rock and mountain.
2: And you don't want that, the, but if the, you have one of the cards that, like, will get rid of uh, a squ- like a card that's played on the board, you can, like, basically rinse and repeat. Like, you can take apart that mountain and then play another rock card and get all the resources again. Like, as long as you have those those cards to get rid of resources, it's, like, it's really cool what it's doing. I,
8: I really, man, I like this game a lot.
0: I'm, I'm a very here. close to
3: soloing Valheim,
0: finishing it solo. a boy, a boy. has got one more boss to
3: beat. Atta boy I'm thinking because like we're already in March like it, it was it's been very light on games and it was a conversation I had with uh Kayla, uh yesterday we were so talking about bomb
5: <laughs> uh, we were, <laughs> Thank we, you. were about,
3: um, <laughs> we were talking about um we were talking about uh uh cyberpunk and she's been currently playing it and she has been having a really good time now. Yes, and that's what I was thinking. And this is like, and I, and I mean, and I and I mean this like, I mean this in all sincerity. Like, I think there were still issues that were going to come up. But what if that game would have came out in February and like had time to gestate? And I understand like we're it's like it's Monday morning quarterbacking here, but like if it would have had time to gestate and not have like. It could have still had bugs and jank to it, but not as bad as it was no, or was it recorded. The
2: reason I say now is I haven't heard, and maybe the news stopped covering it. I haven't seen them put out a big patch to fix bugs yet. Yeah. Like we haven't, and at least they, it hasn't they, been. They running did.
1: The news. They did, they did, but it yeah. was like oh, okay. it was. We weren't paying attention. It was like February.
3: I, okay. I
0: thought it was there was a big one planned for March at some point, but I guess not. It
3: was so there's two. In their roadmap there was one in January, one in February, then in April there's supposed to be the full the full PS five Xbox Series X experience versions that okay. are being out. Those were that was what's on their roadmap. But yeah. I I'm wondering if that game would have came out in February, like if we had one more delay in February, would they have had the same issues? Like obviously there's still issues with the marketing of that game. Like, there's still other things that were problems, but would have had so much of the ire had they sat and then said, hey, it's February. Nothing's out right now. Here's Cyberpunk. I mean, outside
2: of the community shittiness, I don't think there were marketing issues with that game. That's the... the, One of the problems is they sold a shit ton of copies. Like, it's almost like, do they have an incentive to fix this game? Like, I really hope they do, because I I really want to play it when it's fixed,
1: you know? But like people change their return policies, but I think people who wanted to like the game didn't want to return it, so like, that game still sold 20 million copies. It would like literally create a new publisher overnight with that kind of money.
2: I'm literally just sitting there going like, yeah, I will play that game just like I did Witcher 3. I'll play that game when they've addressed all the major bugs, and I'm totally fine with that. You know, like, I'm I'm okay sitting it out.
0: Anyway, let's move along to...
2: News. Toys R Us is back. Oh, yeah, we're back, baby. What? Let's play back. Radio. Oh. This Toys back, R Us radio find
4: You, you
0: find cannot kill Con- what is already
2: dead.
1: Toys R Us found it's Tony Khan. He's coming back
2: sort of. Uh WHP Global, which is the holding company that owns the Toys R Us brand now. God, that ah uh, I I think I got I threw up in my mouth a bit just <laughs> saying that sentence out loud. What? But um Global. They have plans to bring back Toys R Us as a brick and mortar retail thing, but here's what they're thinking. It's not the Toys R Us you know. Like big box stores gone, not happening. Uh. Um They're kind of thinking of them as Almost like, remember those like little like Nintendo mini stores within a store that we used to yeah. get back in the day? Like, that's what mm-hmm. Toys R Us will be. It will be Ew. the branded toy aisle yeah. of other stores. Where? Toys
3: R Us, brought to you by Walmart. I was going to say, what are they going to do?
0: Bring them back as like mall-sized stores? We've already got KB Toys. Oh, wait, no, we don't.
1: I have nowhere else to, to mention this, but have you not get, been getting a shitload of ads for Cheetos Wings?
3: No. Yes. Yes. My yeah. roommate, we, <laughs> my roommate was like, should we order this? And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing your meme wings. Like I and can't it's, do it's, this. It's like
1: available at Cosmic Wings. Cosmic Wings is Applebee's. Applebee's yeah. is being sent this food. It's being made at Applebee's, but they know you don't want to order to go food at Applebee's during the pandemic. So they, so Chuck E. Cheese changed its online name to Pasquale's,
3: the drummer in the band. <laughs> There's a, well, there's a, um, a YouTuber who did this with a burger chain. Yes, Mr. Beast. Pandemic. Yeah, the Mr. Beast burger. And it's just found... being cooked at, at,
1: at other <laughs> places. Uh, uh, right. uh, Hootie, uh Hoot- Hootie's is Hooters. But they're, they, on, on Grubhub, they are like DoorDash, they look like a burger bar. But it's just Hooters, but it's, it's called Hooties. So all these people are deceptively changing what name they are because it doesn't, really matter anymore and all these old brands are poison so I don't know what Toys R Us is doing
3: <laughs> I'm just saying I would I would order like a cake or dessert from Blockbuster Video like put it in Blockbuster Raffi what else are you going to do with that But I, I think you
2: guys are kind of looking at it the wrong way though because like the Toys R Us brand was not a poison brand people no, loved man. Toys R Us it was a big loss when they closed those stores the general mm. public was like what the fuck we're losing a big part why of our why did we childhood. lose a toy store yeah. It, and so this is like, I think they're, they're more poised for success because of that. Like the Toys R Us brand has
1: value. But I'm, I'm saying like, like put, putting, putting them in separate spots. Like correct me if I'm wrong. VGA listeners, did anything replace the Toys R Us' v- buildings? No. It's, it's like a bunch of those fucking Halloween stores. It's like spirit Halloween. Nothing has gone inside Toys R Us. It's weird because no. Toys R Us was really good with toys. Those all went to Walmart. I was talking with Michael about this. You and Michael about this the see the day. Walmart is a bad toy store and doesn't really market. It's getting all this Toys R Us overflow and it doesn't know what to do with it. Right. You're like, ah, put it in the, put it in the electronics section. We've resurrected the Miko brand, a 40 year old brand, and we have no idea where to put it. So we put it right next to the fucking record players. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently, oh, right, me- you know, oh. they had, they, they had tried
2: to like do smaller scale footprint. Toys R Us stores but because of COVID those were failing and those were like in right. malls I think we covered those when, when those were happening so now mm-hmm. what they're thinking is more like the store within a store concept or really smaller footprints in places like airports like oh you're about to uh. travel and fly with your kid here's a Toys R Us get, get I'm him a divorced to I haven't thought about fun. my
1: kid's birthday in weeks since today yeah, um, yeah. So like, it's not.
2: Just it's fixated, not.
0: Tindorous. Chris, you said Pasquale and the drummer, like, wasn't he that that uh Italian chef? And yes. I looked it up, and I am looking at like the most nightmarish fucking animatronic. Yeah. yeah. That like, oh god, this probably gave me nightmares as a kid. <laughs> it's it's like the the worst Mario with like staring eyes. That uh, no, it's it's
1: it's what it's what my dad feared he would become as an Italian American. <laughs> And if you, if you look up pizza in your area and you have a Chuck E. Cheese, it'll come up as Pasquale's and that, that's just Chuck E. Cheese food. Mm,
7: Sorry. Gross. It's all weird
1: and nasty
3: and awful. Yeah. I, must sure say, I, I haven't thought about Chuck E. Cheese pizza in literally 30 years. Right. I don't <laughs> just, yeah, <but> Remember <laughs> when ordering tastes those, like.
1: those, those Chester Cheetah wings, which I want to cause I like flaming hot Cheetos. You know, those are all being made at Applebee's cause they know you don't want to order from Applebee's.
5: Mm.
1: So they're becoming. They're right. they're, they're, but it's just weird. They can just make their own restaurant within a restaurant, and it's sorry. This is all happening anyway. Toys R Us. That millennials killed it.
2: it. Millennials yeah. killed it. Applebee's. So good. Yeah, so
1: Applebee's was the worst. Just like We've napkins and golf. <laughs> We Look, you know, I really like burgers, but I would like to have a really bad one for $18. <laughs> <laughs> Applebee's.
2: <laughs> so I, I won't say look forward to Toys R Us. What I, I guess I can say is look forward to being depressed when you see this shadow of what Toys R Us actually was at retail stores near you or airports. Mm-hmm. So.
3: You say that. I am 100% behind this. Toys R Us, yeah. allow me to be your brand. Let me be your Twitter brand manager. I will bring back Jeffrey to Giraffe. For a new age a new generation i will put
1: everything i buy at that store in my butt and pretend it makes my neck longer and then i will be the new jeffrey for a modern age mm-hmm. i I want to say that tl's jeffrey
3: would probably
2: just dress like max from the goofy movie is my <laughs> guess
3: absolutely Absolutely, <laughs> we were going to brand Jeffrey as the the, the biggest millennial teenager yeah. in the year 2020. Right. Because He's got a red hoodie now. and no dental care.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, what's weird is with with all the COVID stuff, like toy sales have never been hotter like they're surging but it's all online it's like amazon is the only company profiting during all this yeah it's,
0: yeah it's all the millennials and gen xers regressing as just like i just want to impulse buy shit online so i feel something for five as, minutes
2: as chris and michael literally compared pictures of he-man figures yeah. they wanted yeah. to
0: buy mm-hmm. this
3: week when i was I saying i never it said i wanted a horrible to buy
0: them. compulsion i,
3: I yeah. will say this i will ask this how much of that store is Funko Pops? I'm going to say good sixty percent.
2: I hope none. <laughs> I hope none. GameStop already has plenty of that stuff.
1: I knocked it, but um, when I was in line for my scamming uh, scamming a COVID vaccine, I bought a new F- Funko Pop. My cat with a fishbowl. This is great. Yeah, look Figaro. Instagram, baby, figure it out. Yeah.
3: Look, like I said, Funko Pops are in GameStop, books and Barnes and Noble, mm-hmm. anywhere there's shelf space. Funko Pops. A-
0: anywhere media used to be sold. <laughs> you know, Funko Pops are like the spirit Halloween stores of products. They <laughs> yes, just move sure. in where other things can no longer survive. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. I have one. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin in honor of 316 what? day earlier this week. I won't what? discharge it. Uh, all right so microsoft just won't fucking quit with the game pass news enough microsoft we love it we love it this week they announced a shit ton of stuff uh in addition to the entire bethesda library coming to game pass which we we knew was bound to happen here's some here's some stuff coming this month um so as you're listening to this you already got undertale came came to game pass uh let's see near automata came on pc to game pass star wars squadrons very good uh Mm -hmm. shooter game um Torchlight 3, let's see, Octopath Traveler, this is fucking huge, Octopath Traveler came the console, and PC ver- via Game Pass, um, yep. Pillars of Eternity 2, that's like 200 hours worth of RPG just right there, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, which was locked only to PlayStation 4 prior to this, it's out there on PC and console, and in the cloud, baby, um, Another big piece of news: April first. This is no April Fool's joke. Outriders, that new square multiplayer shooter thing that actually people liked that beta, that is coming day one to Game Pass. Um, right.
1: I look forward to downloading it and playing ten minutes of it. Mm-hmm.
2: Sure. Yeah. Maybe not not necessarily for us, but it is for some people, and hopefully we'll yeah. find an audience. And if you know if it's part of Game Pass, you have a higher chance of finding an audience.
1: I, I really want. I really would like a nice shooter right now. So, I'm, I'm just, I'm just kidding.
3: I'm about to say, hey, Game Pass, I'll play through Destiny. I've been throwing that out there. Hmm. I haven't played Destiny, never touched it. I wanted to play through it.
1: Was that news last, last week? I I know I mentioned to you guys and I'm usually drunk when I do this uh, part of the show. They dumped like, Almost half of Bethesda's catalog on. Yeah, that's
2: catalog. what I was saying. saying. I said yeah. it's it's most of the catalog. The other thing I didn't even mention is um so formerly EA Play, like that had been part mm. of the console. Side mm-hmm. of Game Pass that's coming to PC. Whoa!
5: Very soon they
2: confirmed. Shit. So like yeah. you can play all those games on your PC as well. So because that one thing
1: my people have been kind anthem. of. <laughs> I can't live without my anthem.
2: <laughs> people have been complaining that the PC side of Game Pass was obviously more sparse than the console side. And and as someone who has both, I that's guess I didn't huge. notice because I'm like, yeah, I can always go play on my console if I need right. to. But like,
3: yeah, it's big deal. It's a but big. That's like deal.
1: all the Mass Effect's, Need for Speeds, Madden's. Yeah. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah.
3: I, I will say, I will say, uh hey, this is me, TL, telling you you should play Undertale. It's a really good game. Yes. If you were ever turned off because, like, the community is what it is, I get it. But it's a tremendous video game. And Toby Fox, I'm so glad he continues to make money off of this game that he made by himself. Well, he had, a, he had, he had an animator, but, like, he made most of it by himself.
1: I was yeah. introduced to Undertale by a picture of the Skull guy murdering my senator. <laughs>
3: why would i like this game i mean hopefully this means delta runes coming soon yeah i hope I'm he finishes like,
0: that someday please finish yep. delta rune yeah
2: um in the meantime so not to be out there but microsoft sony announced a bunch of quote-unquote free games although i think theirs are free to everyone microsoft you gotta have the subscription but sony... yeah say to play the mm-hmm. the play play anytime or whatever it's called yeah they're free right Right, it's this. It's basically their their whole deal of like we want to keep people safe and home and socially distanced. So here, play some video games play during the home. pandemic.
1: I really feel like sorry. I really feel like they're beta testing a Game Pass situation here because we want you to be in the PlayStation environment, but we we don't have Game Pass yet. But we're doing this charitable thing where you play at home while we're all. I mean, not we always say the they game. don't have
2: Game Pass, but they do. They PlayStation they Now
1: is a thing. It's a yeah. subscription service. It's you pay streaming it's
2: just Game Pass, but, and it's, but... It's, it's,
1: it's completely not the same thing. It, it is. Not it is because
2: they they added no, it's downloadable not. options like over a year. They ago. They do, you...
1: but they don't. They don't bother with new games they like wait until games are seven months right. old, and then that's they become the,
2: that's True. the difference yeah. yeah they don't they don't chase the new releases like microsoft does yeah but, so uh, like
1: we'll, we'll talk about a new release the previous segment and they'll be on game pass the same day whereas that never happens here
2: so here's the games there, these are some big ones so horizon zero dawn the complete edition that includes that awesome big expansion awesome, this most stuff that's available between april 19th and may 14th um that follows Ratchet and Clank is still available right now for free. You can get that all the way up mm. until March thirty first. So get you that game. Uh very good. That was the one that tied into the movie sort of. It came out at the yeah, same time. The, it's based yeah. on the movie. Yeah. Um and then uh they also they introduce a bunch of other games that will be for free. So uh Abzu which is kind of that Journey Underwater it. game. Mm.
1: It's one of the few times I, I bought that based on my experiencing experience listening to a Vigi game Apocalypse. By <laughs> that I mean being on it it's, and listening yeah, to it. It's quite you. good. It's another it's one of those really
2: games cool. that you can beat in four hours. Love those. Um, Enter the Gungeon, Dave Rudden's game of the century, I think. It's fantastic.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't hate on it because Dave Rudden likes it and his taste
4: is bad. Uh, res infinite
2: which is weird they showed like all these vr games they didn't include res infinite in the vr thing but i believe you get the vr stuff with that too yeah
1: every everything with vr is included but you don't need vr for well i don't know about astrobot
2: no no astronaut is vr only but subnautica Mm. is not vr and that that comes with that's that Mm. underwater survival game i worked on that Mm. uh, full disclosure uh, the Witness, that puzzle game from, I think it's, is it Jonathan Blow? Jonathan Blow, Blow you know? yeah, yeah.
3: Jonathan you know. Blow, yeah. Uh,
2: Astrobot, the one of the best VR games, if not the best it's, VR it's, game. It is
1: the best PSVR game, period. Yeah. There's no argument. Uh, closely followed by Moss. Moss is
2: one of the best mm. VR games, too. That We're going to get <laughs> that for free. Thumper, yeah. which is in VR. Thumper is fucking intense. That's that rhythm VR game. Yeah. It's awesome um,
1: and even better in VR.
2: Love Crafty, and you, apparently.
1: But that's that's the the beautiful thing is like you can get these great VR games like Rez and um Thumper but you don't need to use the VR you can use the VR when you decide to get it on your right. PS5 you'll have this forever
2: right. and you can Versus have- a- Astrobot and Moss are, are VR only yeah. um Paper mm-hmm. Beast I don't know about that's another that's a also a v- PS VR title I've never actually heard about Paper Beast so I don't know mm-hmm. anything about that one but that sounds great, like that so-
1: uh YouTube channel T T L was talking about earlier
3: <laughs> that's Mr. Beast or My Dr. Bet. Beast My I bet. have no idea so <laughs> yeah uh
2: that is all basically running through kind of the months of uh, March and April uh, into May I think so check that stuff out free games free Sweet. games Uh and another bit of Sony news last bit of Sony news can someone please let Jade Raymond finish a fucking game um, no it was ann- announced this <laughs> week so PlayStation invests in a new new independent development studio called Haven that is being led by Montreal-based developer Jade Raymond. Um, of course, Jade's most recent role we had talked about. She was at Google Stadia hey, um, working on something, mm-hmm. and was not there very long. Wasn't Prior to she that, she
0: was with EA. Before that, or not,
3: she was with EA Motive before that, wasn't oh, okay. she? Yeah, she was the EA Motive. That was like the big the big news. Is like. Oh, Jay Ray coming. To EA Motive. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's like the Amy Henning thing. Like every time I hear their their names in the news, yeah. I'm like. Can we let them finish a game yeah. and then tell them they can leave? Like you know that woman we you
1: liked in gaming, we hired them to not make a Star Wars game. <laughs> so hopefully Sony will let Jade finish this
2: one. It does it's kind of right up their alley, right? Like she specializes in these narrative games and mm-hmm. that seems to be what she what she's making, so uh and that's what, you know, if you think of games like God of War, The Last of Us 2. That's kind of what Sony likes to to yes. put out there, too, first party. So can it's I, a match made in gaming heaven.
1: Can I insert another news story? I don't know if you saw it, and I, I hate doing this because I'm a fucking... Matt prepares the show, this portion of the show, very well, and I'm, I'm like a dad who sees things on Facebook sometimes. Uh, the NPD guy predicted when you would be able to, like, we would all be able to buy PS5s. Oh, you mean Matt Piscatella? Yeah, and put a date on it.
2: I don't listen yeah. to him because he's Matt with one T, which is garbage. Oh, uh, that is a garbage way to spell your name. Yeah, but I wouldn't no, even no. rub
1: my feet on that. Well,
2: so it's too easily
0: spoonerized as Piss Matt Catella. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Jesus, <laughs> Michael. I, I, I don't want to say anything about There's bad only one Piss Matt and he, he hosts this show.
2: <laughs> Perhaps the most Michael thing Michael's ever said. I don't <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> um, I, I But I thought his whole thing was like, I don't know. He's he's good like basically no, the no 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 no. But it was right it was a, it was a,
1: a, a legitimate explanation on like uh, what the there's su- there's not a supply side shortage of SSD hard drives for instance. It's the chips. It's the chip. That, That's uh, the thing Biden right.
2: was looking into,
1: right? And it's it's partially due to supply side shortage due to the pandemic. A uh, lot to do with uh, your favorite daddy president, uh, Mad King Donald Trump, and like killing. I'm going to ban China for making shit. Well, China makes your PS5 shit. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Like, and now it's uh, all on back order and like everyone needs it and it's Mm going to be hard to get. And he said, August, August. That makes sense. And and I, 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 I I, like didn't need a PS5, didn't want one. I'm like, I'm going to get one because I don't want to have to wait until six months later. And like, wow, this is, this is way later than six months later. And he says, that's if everything goes well. Yeah. Um you will that's be assuming
2: yeah they can find the parts and all that stuff. So mm.
1: so this is going to suck man. for a really it's going to be the shittiest console cycle I think ever because if if I was Sony or Microsoft I would delay everything I had that didn't have a multi-platform component until more people had this in their hands. I really have to wonder,
2: you know, the last console cycle people were saying, "Oh, it's such a long cycle." And it didn't feel long to me, but I'm wow. old. Um you know, where it's like this cycle because of COVID and because of these supply shortages, isn't going to get going probably till year three, yeah, since more long, longer, right? year, yeah. And so it's like, all right, so what? Your, your console cycle—you're setting yourself up for like a nine to ten year long cycle at that point, yeah. right? Yeah, like it's—it's yep. it's wild to me. Unless I don't know, you know, we always predicted like these consoles are like these. It could be like iPhones, where these they're they're these they're, they're it's not these big leaps forward technology wise, but it's these smaller incremental deals. That's the you know? that's
1: the only thing it can become at this point. It really, like you have to be backwards compatibility has to be built into every machine, mm-hmm. and as as we move forward, and you have incremental improvements. Because I was talking to a former friend of the show, won't mention his name, about like all the improvements in the PS5, and it's like they're not even like talking about these, like the sound improvements. You do need to replace your stereo. But, like, you. But in terms of gameplay, you could have done this on PS4. Mm. But it it is improving things.
0: But, like, I've, I've heard that about the last couple generations. And if you compare, like,. Say original Xbox to Xbox 360 at the beginning of its lifespan. Mm-hmm. And then again to Xbox 360 at the end of its lifespan. Yeah, right, right. And then yeah, do the yeah. same thing with the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One. It's like, they always start out as like, Oh, this isn't really making any difference. And then like, you know, five, six, seven years on, you will see yeah. a huge difference. They haven't learned the tech yet. They
2: haven't yeah, figured out how exactly. to optimize them. Yeah. The yeah. I'm
1: not, there wasn't me shitting on Nefshin. It was just more, um, uh everybody is going to have to pick an environment on which they in which they play. Uh mm-hmm. that's pretty much what's going to happen and if you lose games every time you buy a new system, nobody's going to want to do that.
2: Well, it's, that's why Microsoft has made such a big focus for them, right? Like right. backwards yeah. compatibility is like one of those things that like I was glad they were doing it, I wasn't taking as much advantage of it. But absolutely, if I can ever get my hands on a Series X, like, I'm going to play a ton of Xbox One games that are still yeah. in my queue Because they still look... It's not like other generations where you're like, man, I, it's really hard to go back to those games. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to go back to Xbox One games at this point. It
1: was. Point the, right the, uh, the Xbox... Uh, I've been playing Dishonored. And, like, it is definitely... I was going to text you guys like why does this game feel 10 years old in some respects cuz it is. It is. <laughs> but like it is. It, but it's 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 yeah. running at 60 frames a second now on the Xbox 1. Mm-hmm. Uh not the Xbox Series X. It looks it looks really great. <laughs> but yeah. it has it, it has 10 what do you call it uh, uh some 10 year old narrative elements that mm-hmm. um move past.
2: That's one on my queue, man. I've always it's, it's meant to go back because I played two. Yeah. I played Dishonored two, but not one. So. Oh
1: damn! First one's really yeah. good because this kind of shit makes it really fun to play old games because they like perform. This thing performs very well. Loads like lightning, mm-hmm. and I, I Dishonored one. Michael is it three sixty game right? Yes. Yeah. It, it well, like, there was it's like there was a remaster this generation. Tail-in three sixty game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Anyway, that's all the news that's fit to play on whatever platform you want to play it on.
0: Alright, well let's move on to the community segment, which is always is segmenting, segmenting our community. Our community. Mm-hmm. Don't sound mm-hmm. so enthusiastic. Uh segment in honor segmented. of the last week's question of the week was, of course, in honor of March 10th, Mar one 1-0, Zero. What are some of your fondest Mario related memories? Uh Tia, you weren't here last week. Do you have any fondness for Mario? <laughs> uh this <laughs>
1: Uh, You can't (laughs) laugh at your own
3: thoughts that quickly. (laughs) No, because like this would be the easy point for me to do my stupid trolley thing, but I won't. I'm gonna do it. Do it. Do uh, your trolley thing. I love your trolley (laughs) thing. Uh, no, I, I would okay, rather not. Please, I, I would be rather... wrong in front of our audience, <laughs> TL.
2: Please expose yourself.
3: <laughs> okay, fine. I'm going to say it, but I'm going to tell a really good story about my dad and All me right. getting in trouble. And, and Toad and Mario is Brothers. the best protagonist. No, there, I Mario it. 64 is a bad game. And oh, I've said it multiple off. times. I mean, and it's, kind it's, of. it's, it's, it really is, it it's is not. a very important game. It does a lot of cool things, but Bertel Kazooie does it better and it's probably a better design game. I don't know. Oh, imagine oh. that a
2: game that came after one game and basically ripped everything off from that game and improved on it. I would argue design. it
3: does it
0: more, mm. not better.
2: Yes, it does
0: a lot I, more. Ha- having having played does.
1: I might be one of the the only people here who have played both semi recently. The uh the first couple Mario levels are very streamlined. They're mm-hmm. great and they're what you remember about playing a Mario game. The last mm-hmm. couple levels like it takes it took me 40 minutes to fail at this like and, and you just made it all i didn't fail because i'm bad at it you just your design sucks and then there's banjo kazooie which is just like we just made the same thing over and over again <laughs> but
2: the, the exception and, i take with your argument there tl to, to have a serious conversation about this is uh-huh. mario 64 was the first and it, it'd be like if you said like hey man Halo sucks because Halo Three was so much better because it had been several years and it built on the thing that Halo did at first. It's like, yes, yeah. Halo Three ended up better than one because it had it it had what Halo
1: did. You might like to build Halo, on. but I'm a black guy. <laughs> I'm <just> uh, sorry, <laughs> I mean the, the the game. I was I meant the <laughs> right. game. Black, sure, but the game all black.
3: Over it. I know mm-hmm. what you mm-hmm. meant. But <laughs> sorry, I I like I said like I said Jesus. I am not saying that Mario 64 isn't important. I think it's a very important video game. And like in the scan scheme of video games, is it one of the best N64 games? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I would put that in like, it's not in my top 10 Mario games. That, met, that I,
1: I, I, I met a seven year old recently. He was obsessed with the game. So something about it still works. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, I'm not sure. Banjo. <laughs> uh,
3: like, I don't know if it still works for him. Alright, let me tell a heartwarming story about me getting in trouble and not playing oh, Mario Super oh, Mario. Uh so yeah, to me, so my my favorite Mario games are Mario Three and Super Mario World. Uh and my I actually got Super Mario World. I got it on release day um from like the army base. Uh I had Mario Three and I, I would always play through it, but my sister accidentally like spilled juice on the NES. Uh, so it died, <laughs> um, oh. and I was very upset because like that was I loved that, and I wasn't a Genesis kid at the time. Um, so my mom um, went and bought an SNES and Super Mario World to surprise me. However, uh, me and my friend Andre and I was I was in like kindergarten at the time, kindergarten or first grade. Me and my friend Andre got in trouble, uh, so my dad got upset. Uh, so my dad instead of being like, we're gonna put this up and you'll never play it, uh, my dad was like well, you're not playing this anytime soon uh, and then he proceeded to go to his room and hook up the Super Nintendo in his room calls me in the room starts playing Mario, and he's like man, this game, <laughs> this Mario game's really fun too bad you won't play it, and just proceeded to beat, like, the first island of Mario, and is like, alright, go to bed, bye and stayed in his room for, like, I think, it felt like an eternity, but it was probably, like, three or four weeks. As that's a parent? As one. a
2: parent, I gotta tell you, TL, that was fucked up <laughs> what your dad did to you, man. Like, that's not is
3: cool. It? I thought it was, like, like think about now, like, that is the joke, that is the kind of joke, like, my parents would play. How on old were age. you? How old were you? Uh, six. Be- yeah, as before I moved to the States. No, I was five. He was before I moved oh. to stay, so I was five years old. That's, yeah.
1: that's pretty rough on a five-year-old this, this dude. Is, like. This is John Mulaney's dad pulling up to McDonald's and ordering one cup of black coffee in a, in a car full of kids. <laughs> I,
2: I'm the dad who would pull up to McDonald's, I order the coffee, and then just buy the toys without the Happy Meal for my kids. I go, y'all, y'all want some toys? I'll buy the toys by themselves, because you don't
1: need that garbage Happy Meal food. But you and they're like, toy.
0: we can't eat this!
1: <laughs> I love kids. I love Happy Meals. Matt, I've never been a parent, but please agree with me on this. Nothing is more agonizing than waiting for a kid to eat a Happy Meal. It takes, like, 15 fucking hours, especially when you throw a toy in. They save half that shit for later, it's
4: and you're awful. like, you're
1: like McDonald's food is not good after
2: Can the first we, five minutes. We're like, in here.
4: Leave. Go. <laughs> Holy
1: shit. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I can't shit here. Are you crazy. I used to clean this up. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, uh, first to respond on videogamepocalypse.com was Dave, who says, My best Mario Day memory is my seven-year-old Sean. He was born on Mario Day, otherwise known as his birthday, and dude is a huge Mario and retro video games fan. His favorite game is Super Metroid. He's played through all of the 8 and 16-bit Mega Man games, along with X and Zero. He just finished Link's Awakening. We play Arkanoid, do it again every weekend he is with me. And most of all, he loves Mario. So my sappy but legit answer to the question of the week is that watching him discover and play and love games that I played as a kid is the most rewarding thing to come out of Mario Day.
1: Can I tell you, like, I I have a friend, um, a single mother... And she she's been trying to get a switch for months, and I've been trying to help her. And I think eventually we had to kind of have like kind of a conversation. Like, I live in a world where like I'm into this same thing your seven year old is into, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I have all of it. And like in. She's sending me pictures like he wants this, and like that's cool. But in the background, are you watching the Super Mario Brothers Super Show? And she's like, Yes, he's trying to learn about the history of Mario. I'm like, You're the best mom oh. I've ever heard of. <laughs> this is a terrible show.
3: It's this is not. It's a fate worse than death. I will throw this microphone out the window. That show rules. No,
4: it no, doesn't. No, what are you no, talking no,
3: about? There's like. There's,
1: I, I, like, I, with, without finishing, without taking a breath, I can name 50 better shows made in the decade, one decade after Super Mario Brothers Super Show. See, it's Barbara, embarrassing, unless you love Super Mario 2. It's awful. See, and imagine Barbara, a kid in, in 2000, uh, 2021 watching Captain Lou Albano and this fucking practically dead old man playing Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, how fun could that possibly be? The show's great. But, but like... But Mario is, like, irrefutable. Like, kids love fucking Mario. And I get all these Mario questions, and I have to say, like, I have this Mario game. If you need to, I don't know how to hook up the Switch. And I'm like, I can send you a video. I can FaceTime with you. I've been trying to help my entire community, like, everyone I've ever known, with Mario stuff this week. And it's been fucking chaos. And I've, But the most lovable chaos. I can't see you guys right now or how bored you are by this this conversation
0: yeah yeah (laughs) all right somebody read mario not mario
1: uh
2: mario not mario says i have many fond memories of growing up playing the original mario trilogy motherfucker Thank you. on our nes that came with our rob the robot it was the go go 80s and my dad was able to support our family of four by owning and operating a hallmark store on our wow. town's main street <laughs> life was pretty sweet pretty nice in the middle class and we had a whopping two television sets so as marty mcfly's uncle said in 1955 we must be rich, rich. anyway the second one was black and white and a. 13 inch tube tv that lived at the card shop so we could take our nes from home to my dad's business to play super mario 1 and 2 in glorious black and white while my parents minded the store i'm sure they thought it was the best babysitter ever as we would just dump hours in the break room passing the controller back and forth ah nostalgia
1: i I played so much sega genesis in black and white yep it yep. makes me really depressed.
2: Can I, can I just say, like, it feels like video games shouldn't work in black mm-hmm. and white? Like, that yeah. shit should not, not like, does. process the yeah. signal.
1: <laughs> it was much better. It was, it, it, conceivably, it was much. I'm in all these arcade modding communities and, like, this doesn't work at all. Dude, are you hooking up an HDMI to a 720p TV? That'll never work, ever. It's a 1981 game. What are you talking about? I, I have like, a legit
2: question about this because the only black and white TVs I have experience with. They had RF switches. It was the little like yeah. thing that you had to screw in with the like the metal yeah. contacts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Were we you got, about on this
1: this did, this week's, did they uh, have BGA. black and white
2: TVs with component inputs or how did that no? Work? But
1: do you, you not remember screwing those two components? You, you screw the back. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh-huh. what, yeah, I'm that's RF, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, so did no, you? No, have an no, no, no. But you, converter? you have to like literally take a Phillips head screwdriver and screw two prongs in the back. Yes, for an, that, that's a coaxial an RF switch. Converter. That's what I'm talking about. No, that's no, no. For about. a coaxial converter yeah, that the, you then screw your R, F R, oh, you, you I'm being it. more old school yeah, than no, you. I
3: know. Yeah. I remember it's, this. It's like that's like. And so where TVs
1: from the from the 60s could take an RF switch.
3: Yeah, because my my dad had to do it. So like the first time I I actually played. Genesis on a black and white television I was in Alabama and my dad did it for my grandma's TV it's like an old TV but she had just got cable so he had did the coaxial like so you could put the cable through there so that's how we were okay. able to do that but yeah you would just do that and then like I don't know because it's, it's in black and white but I could swear because like, we played Aladdin on this old television I could swear you could see what the colors yeah. should be like but it was in black and white I think that's your I,
1: brain. Your brain literally is filling I've in like this. said it on 302010. Uh, when I had no Friends, I was hiding a black and white television in my uh, room. My parents didn't know about it. And I watched the first season of Friends and thought it was the best show ever. And I had never heard anybody talk about it. The second they all talked about it, I never watched it again. But I've never seen Friends in color. <laughs> that's <laughs> ridiculous. Well, Friends has never seen I,
3: Friends with color. Hmm. Oh! oh. <laughs> all right. Daniel Peckham, I've never owned an S. I'm oh, sorry, NES or SNES. Growing up, so much of my Mario Bros. gaming was at friends' houses or the Super Mario Brothers arcade cab in the International Inn in yeah. Minot? Minot, Minot, North Dakota. Minot, Minot North, Dakota? North Dakota. Okay. Sure. Uh, instead, I was a PC kid, and one of the few. Young gamers who had Mario's is missing. Wow, wow. Mario is missing. Uh, you CD won't find ROM Adobe games. here in Nairobi,
0: <laughs> but you will find some beautiful hotels. Which that, I, Michael,
3: <laughs> that's a line from, from that game. Mario's is missing. Um, which I enjoy. took me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> educational and it was a little frustrating at times, but that voice acting. And fluid animation made up for it. I don't know about fluid there, guy. Um, one of my f- strangest memories was accidentally running out of taxi tokens upon arrival in Alcatraz, which was completely broke the game, locking me forever in an unwinnable sa- uh, save file. Yes. Without taxi token work drive device, there was no way off Alcatraz Island, and no amount of reloading would spawn another token. Despite this, I still loved the game. Wow. That, my friend, is called Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <I'm> st- <laughs> the system has failed me. Is that like game made by Sierra? What the hell, man! It like wasn't made by state? Sierra. I forgot. Yeah. So it's like, so they did this. The Mario's missing, and then Mario's time machine. It's the same mm-hmm, studio. Right. And they, I believe
1: that the, the PC versions. that's where Charles Martinette debuts as Mario. Yeah.
3: They look like bootleg games, but this is like yeah. when, this is like when Mario, when Nintendo was like, oh, Mario, sure, you can make Bowser's Hotel. Yeah. Go right ahead. Like, we'll, we we don't care. What do we yeah, care?
1: Like, just to, to, to put a point on what I was saying earlier, I have a ton of friends with kids at varying ages and every boy and girl goes through like Like, I love Mario phase. That really makes me happy. I'm telling, I'm telling you, it's way better than collecting and hoarding. Giving games to my friends' kids. It's so rewarding. Mm. I love it. Love it. I'm not giving them a charity, and I'm not... It's it's fucking awesome. Like, just talking... Like, giving shit to my friend's kids. It's awesome. How
0: about reading Jonathan Navarro? Is that awesome? Jonathan
1: Navarro says, My fondest Mario memories are around when I was five years old. Most of my video game experience was either at the Bowling Alley arcade or with my cousins playing Atari. Anyways, one day uh, we were at my cousins, and they were playing something different than Atari. It was SMB on their new NES. Throughout the day, we'd take turns playing until we got a game over. When we uh, had to go, I began to cry and ask my dad if we can get the Mario game. My dad pulled the whole, but we do have a Mario <laughs> game at home. <laughs> uh, when he got home, he went uh, into the source closet and pulled out a game console, plugged it in our TV, and turned it on. I didn't recognize the title screen, and when the first screen <laughs> came on, I noticed a sprite on the bottom corner that looked like Mario and he was blue and red and not red and brown <laughs> turns out my parents had a ColecoVision vision and uh donkey kong all this time uh for the next few weeks all i could do was play donkey kong my dad also had popeye frogger and mr do wow. one of the weirdest trilogies of all time by the <laughs> way uh but i didn't care for those characters i just wanted to play as mario this Come
2: is on. this is like in the past few months we've had several people write in talking about like their parents pulling Con- old consoles out of storage so weird, closets. Man. And it's to me it's that's so weird, like just House leave it weird. hooked up. I I get that it was the crash. Leave the console hooked up. It's not like those games yeah. are less fun just because the co- the, the market crashed. Yeah, but like I, I, I don't I, get I, it. I
1: think but I think for them it was like um I'm trying to think of something that was like sub Peloton. Uh a, 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 an affordable six month fad. That, like, that's it was what like it was like Guitar
2: Hero were before Nintendo...
1: Because my parents had heard of Nintendo and a button, like I remember, like I I went to my friend's dad's house, like I love video games, video games, oh, and he like pulled out an Atari and like, and I was just like, not like these, uh, <laughs> this is not what I meant, this is not what I thought, but but like uh, adults were sitting on video games for a while when I discovered them in 1988, yeah, and yeah, it's very I, I, we were we were going off earlier because like uh, I, I, for. A very very small portion of my life, I thought Pizza Hut was the only place to play video games because <laughs> because they had cocktail cabinets. There was a weird Pac-Man association.
2: Like they they did a lot of video game related promos. I think at Pizza Hut. Yeah, so, I yeah. just
1: assumed like, well, I'm not playing video games because I'm not at Pizza Hut. Why would I want to play them in my house? Like what? that's you know impossible. What? Fuck this.
2: Why did Pizza Hut die? Pizza Hut ruled. They had the best promotion. tie-ins. I I just ordered pizza today. They're they're not as they're nowhere near as big as they were, dude
1: boom uh, here's, no your here's your no facts you here's your land manager. before
0: time or back to the future Two goggles
1: stop it this is your fact manager chris antista here you can no longer get a picture of pepsi underneath a tiffany lamp with a logo of pizza hut because the in-restaurant pizza huts died during the pandemic oh you did can, they did I mean, they? they did Yikes. you can no longer go in and sit down and for in the town i live in that was the only pizza buffet and I'm fucking not happy about that. Uh, there's round tables. Are the round tables still around
2: or are yeah. they gone too? Okay.
3: I will say this. I'll say this. Christopher Antista, next time you come to Jacksonville, we will go to the Pizza Buffet. That's right by my oh. house.
1: I got my vax, my second vax <laughs> in two weeks. CVS.com. <laughs> that's, that's the sponsor of this episode.
2: Every time you say pizza buffet, all I can think of is a tweet Michael showed us earlier, which is an Italian guy
3: saying Americans eat like they have free health care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the ColecoVision thing, I remember. So this is like oddly weird with the third twenty ten. I remember my parent in the middle of the Gulf War leaving me with one of our one of their friends, um, uh, Captain both,
1: Coleco, uh,
3: and, and mm-hmm. like yeah. So me and my sister were bummed because we didn't have our NES because my mom left it at home, but her, her friend was like, well, I have a video game, and it was a Vision with asteroids, and I remember playing it and just being like, this sucks. That's crazy. I that don't is, that be- is a, <laughs> I don't that is a classic this.
1: modern Simpsons <laughs> joke <laughs> waiting to happen.
3: It's you like- always <laughs> like video
1: games? Here's my MetelloVision. vision.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, On Twitter, we have a couple more. Uh, Pat Imbo says, I never owned a Nintendo, only playing the original Mario Bros. on my C64. It was not good. The only time I got to play it was on trips for hockey tournaments. Someone would bring a Nintendo, hook it up to the hotel TV, Pop in Super Mario, and we'd have a blast.
1: Mm. Yes. And, then, and then the Canadian Prime Minister would come and turn it off and say mm-hmm. we stayed up too late. Yeah, <laughs> <You know. laughs> it's bedtime,
0: eh? <laughs> <laughs> why, why didn't I think of that? I'm so jealous of Michael. Right
1: now. <laughs> it's like
0: the dumbest low hanging joke.
3: You guys know. remember the hotels? Like they would have like the like the plug the, the, play in the thing the sixty four yes. controller yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah into yeah, the two thousands
1: so no it wasn't even two, like I like three years ago yeah, I saw yeah, one in like yeah, Arizona
3: still <clears> like I the first time I went to Tallahassee in two thousand for a debate trip I like I went in there and I was like oh well I like can't play and they had like the thing in there and it was like an SNES like play all these twenty games like they had Mario World in there I didn't yeah. play it. I didn't play it, but I, I remember that, and it was always like, this is weird. It
2: was weird. I remember playing on one that had, like, yeah, because they, they would have older generation shit. It was like, oh, here's an N64 yeah. controller, but you can play a SNES stuff. And it's no, like, it was
1: <laughs> seemingly very licensed by Nintendo, or at least yeah. by some other third party. So there was a bunch of other N64 controller. It was, like, $6 an hour. But I it remember was, like, like pay-per-view. Like, I think yeah. it's We what were they recording used podcasts the... when, when we broke this down, like, to beat to speedrun *Ocarina of Time* would cost you four hundred dollars.
2: Yeah, I, I think it was what they used the Satellaview tech for. Like, it's because it's mm. like this weird—we're gonna broadcast video games over this channel, and then the pay-per-view will hook it up and let you have access to it. It's because that tech was all pre-on-demand stuff.
1: But I'm telling that you, was, that was why I was preempting with the seven-year-old kid's birthday I was trying to give Mario stuff to. I, who I literally, by the way, gave all my Mario stuff to Patreon.com slash laser time. I'm not a hero, but I really would like that Mario stuff that. <laughs> um, but, but like kids find out about Mario and it, I, I don't know why it's like intriguing to little boys. I mean, everyone, don't make a
3: fucking joke about it. Everyone wants to be this. a
1: plumber. I don't know. Yeah. He's
3: Mickey. I mean, like, there's nothing to be a yeah. joke. He's Mickey. I know, yeah, but I like, when I, when I grew
1: everyman. up learning about Mickey, there was nothing to, to like really interact with, with Mickey. And so like, but where like, if you have a Switch, like,
3: you could literally play like 60 good Mario games right now. It's so weird. Yeah. I mean, I, there's a, there's just as many good Sonic games, so I don't understand why we're, why we're <laughs> Wow. This that's that's we qualification, yeah. so like,
1: completely cut his mic. At Logical
0: Dojo says, Fondest Mario memory is having my blanket and a snack, watching my mom play Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Brothers 3 as if they were a movie. The castles were the scary bits. I could also talk about <laughs> the wonder of seeing Mario 64 for the first time after growing up on NES.
1: 10 out of 10. It sounds it sounded like a cut lyric from what. Yeah. I have uh, a blanket and a snack with my whip.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, we have a few video responses. First one from Mike Amari,
8: who says, Hey, VJ crew, Mike Amari here with the question of the week. Question of the week, of course, was what's your favorite Mario memory? Mario. Uh, for me, man, I, I'm born in 1981, so I'm smack dab right in the middle of Mario mania. I grew yeah. up with Mario as probably the most recognizable video game character of all time. As a little kid, Super Mario Bros. 1 was the reason to have an NES. I will agree that Super Mario Bros. 2 is probably the best on the NES. Nothing can hold a candle though to Super Mario World. That is probably the pinnacle of the series. Boom. But that's he the quit. thing. There's so much with Mario that there are so many memories I can pull from. You know, when I was a little kid playing Mario games with my family, my, you know, my sisters and my mom and my dad, uh, there's also the Super Nintendo game holds a special place in my heart because When I started dating my wife, we broke out my old uh, SNES and we kind of bonded over our shared love of Super Mario World. Uh, Ah. The thing, though, is of all of these memories, probably my favorite Mario memory is one centered around the worst Mario game, and that is, yes, Super Mario Maker 2. (laughs) A couple years back, my oldest son was taking GameStop to pick out a game for himself for his birthday, and he had a lot of options or a lot of games he wanted. And he chose Mario Maker 2. And he came home and he was so excited. He said, Daddy, Daddy, I got Super Mario Maker 2. And here's why he was excited. He said to me, I got it because I think it's something we can all play. It's something that I could make a level and you could play it. And then Adam, who's his younger brother, would play the levels that we made. And when he gets older, he told me he can make more levels. And then even Mommy could get into this, he said. He saw Mario Maker as an opportunity to do something together as a family. And for me, that's just the best memory. That he had the opportunity to do something for himself, and he decided instead to do something for the family. Um, unfortunately the game was terrible. Uh, we did not enjoy it. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I it's always not hold bad. that memory very dear, that he decided he wanted to do something selfless for his family, rather than get something for himself. Just and like in the end. Mario Maker 2 is tied up in that memory. Um, Definitely the worst of Mario games, though. I uh, thank you for listening to me this week, guys. I look forward to being with you again next week.
3: Mm. <laughs> Mario Maker Two is a really good game. It's just bogged down in some like some some of the bullshit that's in Mario Maker One. Mario Maker Two is really fucking good. I'm so ah. <laughs> oh, sorry, we're out of time. We don't have time to debate this right now. Yes, so, uh, Red Rock
2: Nine Six Three.
7: Uh, hey, VGA, it is Red Rock Nine Six Three, and my little cat Mario, but without Mario. Alice, whose favorite Mario memory is to climb up walls just like Mario, although I don't think that she's inspired by Mario since she's a cat. But true. my favorite Mario memory is ever since I've been dating my now husband, um, every time a new Mario game comes out, we tend we buy the new one and we p- kind of play the first couple of levels together. Um, I'll never forget when he bought Mario Galaxy. I was over at his house because this was before we were living together. Um, I was playing it, and I hadn't played a 3D Mario game in God knows how long at that point because I kind of stopped after 64 uh, at that time. But I was trying to get through the sweet, sweet Galaxy level, And was really struggling, even though that level wasn't that hard. But, man, I was getting so frustrated. And every time I would die, I would just, like, just go... And he'd start laughing and, you know... This is at the time that the AVGN started pop- popping up, so I was kind of imitating AVGM and just spurting out cuss words like, shit the fuck, and stuff like that. You know, pretending to be mad, but still being very frustrated, and the more, the more I was doing that, the more he was laughing his ass off, and that kind of started a tradition of playing Mario games together, and me playing them, and me sucking at them, and him laughing his ass off. And it's just kind of been going ever since. We did that with Mario Odyssey and Galaxy. And we kind of did that with Bowser's Fury, though not as much. But I love playing Mario games with my husband. I know Alice loves my husband sometimes. And I love you guys' show. And I hope you guys have an awesome week.
0: Thanks, you too. And we have one last one from uh, Gallatin Carhart, who says...
4: Good afternoon, VJ. It's Gallatin Carhart. I just fed Wendy over here. She's got some problems with her feet. She found her years and years ago, but she's she's toughing it out. She's got good shoes on. Uh, she's got medicine in her feet. She's had several babies. She's in fall Is that right a now, human or a horse? I can't see. <laughs> June, baby. Anyways, Crypto and I are going up the same driveway that Chris is like, Buckle, you see though." Chris, it's on the fall. This, this is yeah.
0: not... Oh, that's a oh, very, very long driveway. driveway.
4: I'm not buckling my seatbelt to be on the bar anyways this week's question of the week let me tell you something chris and i agree with a lot or agree with with, with a bit in life there's some things we don't see eye to eye on but i'm going to tell you something we do see eye to eye on one of the greatest games ever invented super mario brothers 2 period end of story no discussion done i love that game but i also love that game from a lot of nostalgia see my mama, I loved her quite a bit. My mama was my mother's mom. I was very close to that family uh, because they physically live close to me. It just, it just is what it is. And uh, I would go over and spend every weekend night with my mom. Well, come Christmas one year on Christmas Eve, my mom gives me a gift. Now I shake the box and I know it's a, it's it's a video game, and I know it's got to be something to buy Atari. But I already have Pitfall. I've got all these other things: Pac Man, Chow's. Uh, I got uh, this uh, space invaders. Space invaders. What else do I need? I open it up, and it's Super Mario Brothers 2. And I'm like, Oh <gasps> no, I don't have a Nintendo. But I can't disappoint Mama. I can't disappoint her. So I'm like, Thanks, Mama. This is awesome. She's like, Go get your system and play it. I was like. I can't because I don't have it. She said, I'll take it back. No, 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 mama. No, no, no. I'll get one. I'll get a Nintendo eventually, and I'm going to play this game. It's going to be the first thing I do. Lo and behold, next morning, little Galaxy Carhart opens up himself a new Nintendo. That's what he does. He plays Mario 2. Greatest game. Beautiful graphics. Love playing as the princess. So creative. It's amazing. Y'all take it easy, fellas. Bye.
2: Wow, that was great! Thanks. That was a common trick of parents in the eighties, by the yeah. way, and it
1: was forever cruel. Don't do that. To your kids. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's always we're going to get him a Nintendo, but you give him a spoiler gift earlier on. Yeah, that's
2: strange. That will uh, disappoint him because he thinks he can't actually. And then pretend use it. like, oh, wow, we didn't
0: know there are different kinds of video games.
1: Oh, <laughs> there's no way I'm getting a Nintendo this year.
4: Christmas is in four hours, <laughs>
0: and like. <laughs> Uh, alright, well, um, new question of the week. Given the random release of Stubbs the Zombie on other platforms this week, what other original Xbox exclusive games or series would you like to make a comeback? Um, you know what? I'm just gonna go with the low hanging fruit and say, uh, Crimson Skies. Of course. That, That game is due for a revival. I love the, I love alternate history games in general, and I love that one in particular where it's just like, Yes, remember the dashing Air Pirates of 1930s serials? Well, let's make them into a a, <laughs> a game where Howard Hughes becomes a, a a genius uh gadget master for Air Pirates and like yeah. air travel becomes the common thing like after a second American civil war and uh so yeah, you you've got these uh blimp carriers with these uh rear road uh real pre- Rear propeller planes that like just drop right out of it and like, let's go on mercenary runs. It's amazing. And the, f- the,
1: the, first, um, console generation of non X band online games. Hmm. That was the best experience I ever had. Crimson Skies. Yeah. yeah. Period. Really good game.
0: That And the Battletech games. Those were a lot of fun.
1: It was like a like good version of Sky
2: Captain and the world of tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> let's be yeah. honest. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm yeah. going with one, um, Otogi, which mm. was the, the Myth kind of, of and, uh, well, Myth of Demons was the original. The sequel mm. was, you know, Immortal Warriors, where you, oh. you had multiple, uh, oh. undead warriors, but this was a from software joint back before we what? knew from, from like the mm-hmm. Dark Souls days. But, um, I love the Otogi games. I thought they just played really well. I love the premise. I love the, the art design, but yeah, a series that unfortunately, Locked to Xbox was not available anywhere other than the Xbox. Um what was up with from software and Xbox? Good I don't word. know. I don't know. But uh yeah, man, Otogi just it died. It lived and died in the Xbox. Very very brief run there, but um I have no no idea how well those games sold. I'm assuming not very well, but I I was there day one for both
3: games. I fucking love those games. Could that be Miyazaki's uh like hidden Xbox game he's been working on, like an Otogi reboot for that'd the be Xbox cool. Series X. Eh? That'd, be, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. <laughs> uh, mine's short, simple, to the point. Brainback Phantom Dust. I don't care how you do it, just Brainback Phantom Dust. I love that did. game.
0: Nobody played it. Didn't, didn't like, a Phantom Dust come out for
3: Xbox One? Did they? No, 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 no. I know that they were... I think there was a remake... That, I think... Not remake, but I know that they... They did the Kickstarter for more, and I think mm-hmm. they did release the original... I don't care. I love Phantom Dust. And I would like more of it. Bring back right. Phantom Dust. Right. And my, I want to make mine
1: similarly simple, but like where we are right now and with uh, Microsoft buying Bethesda and Game Pass being what it is, uh, there's been a constant rumor of Microsoft buying numerous Japanese game companies. Um, Konami was floated this week and uh, for the 15th fucking time uh and but Sega has been up there too mm. and if i would have pushed my chips on who microsoft would have bought 20 years ago i would have just assumed sega cuz microsoft got every non sonic great sega game that ever existed yep and and, and clearly kind of fronted some of the co- development costs i would guess but m- one of my favorite Microsoft exclusive games that ever existed is Crazy Taxi Three. Hell
0: yeah, High Roller.
1: The, the the Crazy Taxi games are really, really great once you figure out how to play them. They're very arcadey, and the to my knowledge, the only one that is like really designed as a console game is Crazy Taxi Three High Roller. There's a bowling game where you can fucking drift and knock out pins. It's it's a full, like giant don't have to like uh uh be the best person in the world to play longer than four minutes version of crazy taxi in here. Uh, it's never been ported to any other system ever, 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 ever. Um, and I, 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 it was one of my fifth or sixth Xbox games and I really love crazy taxi. And I thought crazy taxi three was amazing. So, uh, anybody listening out there, if you made it, I want to hear from you. I love this game. It's, love it's
2: it. a good one. And it, it also, there were, there was a string of like Sega releases that, Went from the Dreamcast yep. to Xbox, like that's where Sega was like, yep. "Hey, we're a third-party publisher now." And I, I bought
1: my it. Xbox mostly because it's like it comes packed in with Sega Rally GT and Jet Set Radio Future. Yeah, this is the best system to own. like We, we this, had period. restraint to no one here listed Jet Set Radio Future as
2: like I mean, what yeah, they would yeah. want to come back.
3: I mean, look, I love that game a lot, but they're, we're getting a spiritual successor and. I don't know, man, like Phantom Dust, I, I want to pound that to the, to I'm the... I'm not shitting on
1: Phantom Dust, I'm saying as a Sega fan, the Xbox is where a bunch of, uh, great Dreamcast franchises went to die yep. and never come back. Yep. Uh, Crazy Taxi has not had a real console release ever since. It's had a place PSP release and mobile releases Mm -hmm. they've never had like a console design game this is the only one crazy taxi rules it's gonna be crazy i love crazy taxi i'm sorry if my impression great impression the game was racist it's to be honest it's perfect for game pass because i don't I
2: don't yeah. see people paying sixty bucks for a crazy taxi no. game yeah. in, t- in this. Let's check
0: out yeah. how you did today. Here's a generic non-offspring song.
4: <laughs> you got this motherfucker uh, the Burger King before a Bad Religion song. <laughs> well, 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 well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, even even that many notes, man. It would have to yeah. be like, whoa, whoa. And by, and, by, like, and by the way, this this game had new offspring and
3: Bad Religion songs in it. They yeah. they like kept with yep. the band. I do want to say my reason why I did Phantom Dust uh, is this would have been if this was like three or four years ago, would have been Shinmu. I would have said, "Hey, let's bring back Shinmu!" Hmm. And what a curse I, I, I brought into this <laughs> world! What a what a literal demon! I I un- I don't know how many times with.
1: nerds need to have like bad games brought back and like shown <laughs> their face. Like this was never good. You should have known this.
0: Uh, all right, so um. What's a, an Xbox exclusive you'd like to see come back? Let us know. Go to com. Answer into the comments for episode 411. Alternately, you can visit the official laser Time community on Facebook and answer the thread there. Or you can ping us on Twitter at VGApocalypse and we will collect the best answers and read them on next week's show. Anyway, that's
3: been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. T.L., once again, where can people hear your stuff? Uh, you can listen to me on B or live at the pool house uh, you can follow me at Twitter I don't charge you for tweets I should you're yes. all terrible but you <laughs> you totally should see that uh, that's it all about how
1: Banjo-Kazooie is better than Mario 64 you don't <laughs> uh, oh I
3: mean look mm. I, 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 I literally <laughs> met you guys somebody said it I met you guys by saying Land Before Time is a worse movie than We're Back A Dinosaur Story which I absolutely stand by and one of those movies holds up and that's weird, back a dinosaur story you're the king of bad takes and I love you for it <laughs> but, but that's it um, give to give to any kind of uh, uh, organization that's helping out uh, Asian American communities uh, as we deal with this stuff and stop harassment people yeah.
1: <laughs> patreon.com slash laser time it's my birthday please consider it uh, it helps all of us out um, uh, I wanted to say um, everybody do your best to get a COVID vaccine it literally is best for society if you find an opening just fucking take it if there's a billion openings just fucking take it um, am I crazy I, 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 want, I don't want my comrades here to I don't want people no. jumping the line
2: <laughs> you know right. what I mean like
1: follow yeah. your local state guidelines but and but, like, like as that. someone who's, is, who's in a, a cluster of red states where people like 50% of people polled say they'll never take the vaccine and they're throwing them out and every day they're available Go get one if you live in one of those states. Obviously you guys are in California. Yep. Ton of people, ton of old people who need to go first. That's not the case in Alabama and Georgia. And they're throwing them away. Go get it. Let's party. Uh, it's best for all of us once we're all vaccinated. That's the, I want that to be my plug. Laser time erotic thrillers. 30 20, 10, I'm going to really shit on fucking sucker punch. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we'll do a, another, um, um, 30, 20, 10 games. Uh, cause, cause I know Baker is hankering to do one. Um, given what month we're in. Yeah. Um, new sick of star Wars and on Patreon.com slash laser time. Dan Amrick is my guest on bonus time talking about his acting career leading. If you can believe it leading into erotic thrillers. So, <laughs> um, all that stuff is really fun. We have the, the most exciting bonus content this month on Patreon. Uh, Seriously check us out. Tell a friend. Come aboard again. Um, anyway. Michael looks dead. <laughs> Doesn't hide his boredom well.
2: First, my my usual, so twitch.tv slash maddie that's where you can tune in Monday oh. at seven Pacific to watch for the thirtieth wow, thirtieth anniversary of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yes. Uh, come, come join us for that. Uh, that I'll will be a there. fun one. Uh, and then you can follow me on Twitter, is same handle, Maddie C. Allen, where you can learn when I'm about to stream. Uh, I will also plug, I was on a brand new podcast that a friend of mine just started up. It's called Tanglers in the Time Machine. The premise is that him and some friends hop back in time and talk about... Uh, events of the past. I did one recently to talk about the opening of Disney's California Adventure, which you could only get previously if you were a patron at patreon.com slash laser time. So we talked about that. And then I just recorded an upcoming one uh, about talking all about WrestleMania one. So uh right there in my wheelhouse, Disney theme parks and wrestling. So that is Tanglers in the Time Machine. Help him out. They're just getting started. It's actually a pretty fun show. So check that out.
1: That was the one with Hulk Hogan, Mr. T versus your great uncle Roddy, right? That uh, that was oh. the one with uh, yeah Hogan and T, uh, officiated
2: <laughs> by Muhammad Ali and Pat Patterson was the other special referee, right?
1: right? Yeah, Inter- introduced by the Where's the Beef lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, that was two. That, that was two. Was
2: oh, two. Uh, one <laughs> featured Liberace, uh, Billy Martin, baseball manager Billy Martin, and the the Rockettes. He's like oh my! The, I wish uh, my brother George was board.
3: wrestling. Yeah.
2: alright well as always you
0: can visit us online at vggameapocalypse.com or on twitter at vgapocalypse and you can follow me personally on twitter at wikiparaz that's w-i-k-i-p-a-r-a-z anyway that's been our show thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next week
3: It's almost like Hanna-Barbera was a springboard for some of the greatest voice actors of all time.
1: Shut him down right now. (laughs) He's going to go off on his thing.
3: I love Hanna-Barbera. That's so so good.
1: So bad.